0: He loves to skate. (laughs) (laughs) We also like to shake these off of it. I'm going to give you what you need.
1: I'm going to make your ears bleed. (laughs)
2: <laughs> oh. For those not in tune To the finer things in life That was the theme song For Viva La Bam Yeah uh, Since we talked about Bam Margera quite I mean, a bit Last so week was so wonderful You know And we decided That would be a good way To start the podcast today Yeah cause he's just like Doing whatever the fuck he he's wants He's doing whatever the fuck he wants <laughs> You know That's what he's gonna do next You never know He's unpredictable This is funny That somebody wrote in About this exact thing What Um Uh He said if you got, oh wait, I think he might have said something. Else. Oh, wait, oh. Um, he said that if you haven't listened to any of those Fuckface Unstoppable songs, he's not suggesting a specific one, though, because the poor podcast listeners should not be subjected really? to Bam Margera's bullshit. <laughs> That's fair. But fair enough they, point, my friend. Yeah. I have listened to Fuckface Unstoppable yeah and uh, so have i it's i think i listen to a song called moonshine yeah i don't i don't yeah remember. yeah 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 and that's uh that's one of them it's it's real good it's good i'll tell you that much um welcome to big snackers episode number 48 no nah, wait oh sure <laughs> <laughs> we're good at this uh well i thought memory. it was 50 last week and i remember being a couple off so i just wasn't sure uh, this is the first time we've ever done this in the afternoon. Uh, uh, excuse me? It's, it's actually the afternoon, if you've ever heard Tyler Perry's Medea. I hate um, you. And I've seen uh, any of Yeah, it's 48. 48. So we, uh, yes, I will be gone this week uh, finishing up the mixtapes run of shows. Cool. So we're going to cool. record this today in the afternoon. Any other cool stuff you're doing? Uh, yeah, I am. Um, Guys, Ryan's traveling places. is pretty cool. I'd rather stay (laughs) at (laughs) home. That's not very fair to your fans. You know what, man? It's not about them. It's about the money. (laughs) If it was, I have a feeling you'd be not home ever. It's about the tens of dollars I'm going to make leaving. Um, No, so we're recording today in the afternoon. We have Will from The Story So Far calling in. Who's on tour um... right now with Modern Baseball and The Wonder Years. So... Maybe one of them will pop in. Who knows? We've had them all on before. Yeah. And the band Narwhals, who are a great band from the UK, you should actually listen to because they're good. Unlike the one to yours in the story so far, in Modern Baseball. Yeah, those bands are fucking awful. Yeah. So, um, let's. How do you want to get started today? You want to do some questions? You want to talk? Uh, I don't care. Whatever you want. Let's do some questions first. We never do. Okay. Uh, Ellen wrote in. Ellen. Said, yeah, Ellen DeGeneres, like Ellen DeGeneres yeah, wrote us. Yeah. Uh, did she write in about how she twerked and did the anaconda thing with Nicki Minaj? No, did you see that? No, why would I see that? You should watch it. No, Ryan, it's, it's, it's it absolutely <laughs> will not watch that. It's really funny, like. She photoshops like... Well, you shut cigarettes. the fuck up? <laughs> it is not really funny. She green screens herself oh, next God. to Nicki Minaj okay. and Anaconda video doing the same things. With, it sounds awesome. With fake butt Yeah, it sounds really it's, great. It's great. Yeah. It's really good. It sounds exactly like the type of sketch that would appeal to a 45-year-old woman that's a stay-at-home mom. Exactly. Which is what Ellen's for, right? Which, yeah. well, before this question, let me get to you. Let me tell you about a show last night at the Hollywood Bowl. My friend Matt calls me. Yeah. He's like, we just got cheap tickets, so I'm just going to go to this show. Um, I left work early. And I was like, what show? Tell me if you would rather go to this show or kill yourself, even though he decided to yeah. want to go. Okay. It was Lady Antebellum, Taylor Swift, okay. Pharrell, mm-hmm. Paramore. Right. And Gwen Stefani. Yeah. Sounds like the Hollywood Bowl could have been barred from the outside and set on fire and no <laughs> one would that ever that care that, that that happened. Does it also, for some reason, just make sense that Pharrell is the only male performer on there? Because it does to me. Yeah. No, it totally does. Because <laughs> like, he's a fucking idiot and he fits in like really well with like that adult contemporary type like, yeah, pop. Yeah. And it was a breast cancer a breast awareness. No thing which cool i mean my mom has breast cancer so it's like i'm not being harsh but this is the thing i mean i i agree that like it's important that we study that and stuff
1: sure the problem
2: is is that that the susan g komen foundation doesn't really have that much research money like they don't distribute that money very well so like if all the money that went to breast cancer research over the last like five years since that became like the biggest thing on earth actually went to research i'm pretty sure it'd be cured by now you're it's right billions of dollars well like... no you also forget because in october football players wear pink and then because oh yeah. they care about women yeah. so much oh so, yeah so much that they beat the shit out of them yeah. <laughs> and have 20 kids with them but uh yeah so that that happened last night at the hollywood bowl matt i hope you had a good time at your fucking show why would he go to that? I mean, even if he got free tickets... He, he, no, he got $15 tickets. Okay, that's even worse. <laughs> uh, he went to see Taylor Swift. He likes Taylor Swift. Which, strangely enough, a lot of my adult friends our age like Taylor Swift. I don't dislike Taylor Swift. I just don't get why people like her so much. Because she seems really nice, I think. What does that have to do with music? Nothing exactly she <laughs> just, like they all think she's just seems really nice like you know i guess people use the excuse you know it's catchy it's a well-written pop song but it is totally so yeah. was blurred lines yeah but you know but it was rapey so people yeah. hated it i guess taylor swift hasn't reached the rapey category of her song so. no she hasn't really said like i i'm gonna make you put your dick inside <laughs> me right <laughs> <Like, laughs> right uh Man, if Taylor Swift came out with a song that had that lyric in it, though, she'd be two times bigger than she is now. Oh, yeah. I think so. I mean, she'd be huge because it'd be like, but then it, maybe not because Miley Cyrus already kind of has it cornered on that. Like, Yeah, but she's huger than she's ever been. Well, I know, but like, I feel like people can, would accuse Taylor Swift of being a copycat. You know, True. I mean? well, Miley Cyrus needs to quickly get on the lyric. I'm going to make you put your dick inside. Yeah. Of you. Yeah. Miley, if you're listening out there, please go ahead and write it. Yeah. Um, you're already doing all the drugs. I see your Instagram. Yeah, she's kind of the worst. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I mean, we I feel like everybody can kind of agree on that. What? That she's kind of the worst, but it's like, oh, she might as well just do whatever she's Miley doing. Miley Cyrus? No, yeah. she should do it. I support it. I'd hang out with her. I don't know if I would. I to me I just feel like if I hung out with her it would smell like rotten eggs the whole time.
1: <laughs> I don't know not, if that makes sense to anybody but the... like
2: to me in my mind that makes perfect sense like <laughs> <laughs> I think I get it. I, yeah. I, I don't know. It's like kind of like there's like uh, I have this weird thing where like I I like see people sometimes like not everybody obviously but like some people I like look at them I'm like but that person smells a lot like mustard. <laughs> what? Why mustard? Because, like, I like mustard, but I don't like the smell of it. Like, like as much as... Like, I like the smell of it when it's on something. But if I have to, like, smell it all the time, or, like, somebody smelled like it, and I had to be around them a lot, I would fucking hate it. Have I'm you ever been around someone for a long period of time that smelled like mustard? Yeah. Where? Poor kids. What? Poor kids. Poor kids? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, no, you ever seen, like, those weird, like... Like, people – okay, like, if you – not – it's not even people who are, like, disadvantaged or whatever. Like, people who are – okay, if you've been in a Waffle House, right? You know the people who, like – I was at Waffle House yesterday, my friend. You know the people who, like, are in there and, like, they don't give a shit about their appearance at all? That's called the employees of Waffle House. Well, no, I mean, like, the people who are eating there (laughs) don't give a shit about their appearance in so much as, like, they have, like – what looks like mustard like on right. their face like yeah. like ground into their face like there's a yellow tint like around yeah. their mouth like and you're all, i'm always looking at them like shouldn't you wash that off and then i realize like <laughs> they can't because like they're kind of jaundiced because they eat like shitty food like constantly like that like that's the kind of person i feel like probably smells like mustard fair they wear like like those shitty like hanes beefy tea like sweater <laughs> yeah, like the right. ones that aren't like real sweaters they just are paint like like uh like screen printed to look like sweater patterns, and you're like, fair and they, enough. And they're always wearing sweatpants and white shoes, like <laughs> like white nurses' shoes. Oh, there's just a get this, away from me, you mustard. There's smell. this fucking older lady that works at the Waffle House. Oh yeah, that's like half a mile from my house. Oh, tell me about it. And like, because if you work at Waffle House, you don't give a damn, and that's no. fine. There's only there actually has been like two Waffle Houses I've ever been to where. One employee really gave a shit, and the rest of them were like, whatever, fuck, you know? And that employee who actually gave a shit was hated by the other
1: people who work there.
2: (laughs) And it's like, why? They're trying to do their job in a good way. You're the ones who are slacking off and, like, being assholes. Like, why do they get hated? Is it because they'll probably move ahead and be your manager one day while you're still working at Waffle House like an asshole? Uh, This lady, she, on her breaks, like, she'll be your waitress. She'll go, like on a hot summer day to her minivan with windows rolled up and chain smoke cigarettes while reading a book. With her windows up? <laughs> and then she'll come back in and serve your food without washing her hands. Oh, that's yeah, that does is, that's care. Waffle House right there. That's good. And also, Waffle House, I remember, will never forget, back when I used to be the manager of Journey's Kids, the shoe store, and two stores down, our friend Dusty was the manager of Cold Stone Ice Cream. And um, for Black Friday, you know, the mall opens like five or six. So I had this idea. I was like, let's just spend the night in the mall at Journey's. Oh, I remember. Yeah. I've got an air mattress. Remember that? Right. So we just were like, let's just spend the night, man. Yeah. I remember you guys fucked each other. No, I didn't. The only reason you would tell somebody to spend a night in the mall with you is because you were trying to do something weird with them. Well, because I, I told our regional manager, I was like, I'm not going to wake up at 4 a.m. to drive to the mall. Can I just sleep in the store? He was like, yeah, if you want to. Mm-hmm. So um, we got two air mattresses, and we had PS2s at the time. So we just played video games and yeah. like, watched a movie. And then we woke up around like 4, I think, and uh, we were like, let's get Waffle House before the mall opens. And like we already walked outside. And there was, like, people in line, which was insane to me because yeah. Black Friday brings out the worst in human beings. And uh went to the Waffle House across the street from the mall. And I was wearing a hoodie. Um, I don't remember. It was some hardcore band. I think, like, a straight-edge band. And, like, the waiter was this big, buff, bald guy. And he starts talking to me and Dusty about music. Yeah. And I still remember he's like, Yeah. I know what it's like, man. I'm a lot different now, but man, I used to. I used to live in Salt Lake City back in the skinhead days. It's like I ran with the Nazi guys, and like we like set homeless people on fire and stuff like that in tires. <laughs> he <laughs> told us this as what he's serving me a sausage omelet. The man oh <laughs> told my God, us what a fucking that he burned people in tires. Sounds fine. Like, because I, I don't know if he thought we were gonna be like cool. Yeah. You know, it's really I mean? great. And I was just like, Please don't bring me any more videos yeah. or horse set me on fire and yeah. tires. Oh my god. It's not funny, but it's just it's funny because of the situation. No, like, it is very it's like like why would Because that's up Waffle and t- House. Like <laughs> why would you come up and just offer that information? Like people do that at Waffle House all the time, like the guy who is trying to like get uh Cheryl to come in the back and let him jack off to her. Yeah. $100 and a bottle of Vicodin or whatever. Yeah. And, oh. like, he said it in front of customers. <laughs> he did. Like, let, like, come in the back and pull, pull your pants down. Let me jack off to you for 10 minutes, and I'll give you $100 and a bottle of Vicodin. And it's like... She didn't do it, luckily. I'm sure she did it later. Probably not when we were not around. As a matter of fact, Justin and I were together at Waffle House by my house once, and we were jokingly talking about Godsmack. Oh, fuck. <laughs> and
1: this guy oh, comes
2: up to our table... Pounds his fist on and goes, did you say God smack? And we were like, yeah. And at that point, you have to play along because this guy yeah, will probably stabbed me with yeah. a honey knife. At the point, yeah. And he's like, yeah, man, I like that stuff. You like real heavy music, though? You ever heard of Hatebreed? And we were like, yeah, we've heard of Hatebreed. And he's like, man, that used to be a real band, man. They were like some uh, white power Nazi stomping band, like this and that. And Justin and I are just sitting there like,
1: what the yeah. fuck is this guy so talking to us about?
2: Uh, we could go on for waffle house stories for hours. Same waffle house by my house. Whoa! Did you just hear like that? Wow, b- that was really weird. That was the breath of a ghost. I mean, it was sirens going by, but I didn't hear them on the street. I heard them through our microphone. That was yeah, really it was, yeah. strange. It was a ghost, so. though. That's, that's high. the ghost that I fuck at night. Okay. Well, um, his name's Ryan Rockwell. A, oh, I'm not a ghost, and you don't live with me.
1: Huh? <laughs> strange how that's <laughs> happening, then, huh? Yeah.
2: Yeah, I think you have a plush a doll of me, maybe. No. No? Okay. Anyways. Paranormal fucktivity. <laughs> that has to exist, right? Oh, it absolutely does. Paranormal. paranormal. The thing is, is, it should be paranormal ass because at least that's more like the a pun. Fucktivity is just, right. You? you know. It's the same thing as I have this problem down the street. There's a billboard for the ba- this local bakery called Buskin, and it says paranormal-dunctivity. I saw that. That doesn't make sense. You're, you have a cookie on the sign. Just say paranormal snacktivity. Get it the fuck over with. <laughs> right. Dunktivity. Nobody knows what the fuck that means. I mean, you can finally put it together if you think about like, oh, dunking a cookie in milk. Okay. But that's a long fucking way to go. Right. Like, ugh, I, just, I don't know. I just got really mad about it when I, because I, I drive by it every day. You need to be in advertising and marketing. No, I know I do, which is sad because I hate it, but I'm really good at it. <laughs> but, uh. Paranormal snacktivity around the world in 80 gays. Weapons of Ass Destruction. Well, that's not really it. Na- Weapons of Mass Destruction isn't even the name of a movie that I know of. Because
1: <laughs> we well. were talking about parody. Oh, uh, n- n- never mind.
2: Horror games. What? Horror games. Like war games? Horror games? Oh, okay. What about the Hunger Games? You know, the all they're going to change it to is the Fucker Games. <laughs> That would be so bad. Have you seen... Um, it's in Redbox. I think it's even on Netflix. The, they already made a rip-off of The Hunger Games, and it's called The Starving Game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it was on Showtime the other day. I turned it on for about five seconds. I saw... I don't even remember what I saw, but I literally was like, no, no, I got it. Starving Game. Ugh. I'm going to make a movie called Die Hard that's going to be called Die Not Very Easily. <laughs> that's the same thing. Die difficult. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, but... Uh, uh, maybe we should get to Ellen's thing she wrote in since we did start talking about it like... <laughs> All right, Ellen DeGeneres. 25 minutes ago. Stop your twerking and get to the question. She says... Ellen says, Hello, I agree it's ridiculous for some people in Quebec to... Is it, Quebe, is it Quebec or Quebec? I think it's Quebec. To expect you to know French when it's when it's only an official second language in one province, not Quebec, the only French we non-Quebecois know are swears because they have some good ones. E.g., I don't even know how to do this, but "mon tabamac," I don't know, I can't even read it, but it translates to motherfucker, I'm a fuck you up like fuck. I like that. Yeah, which is fine. Except that I could just say, motherfucker, I'm going to fuck
1: you up. Like, you know, <laughs> right, well, well, there,
2: though, it might even sound cooler, though, if you do it right. in the Yeah, French I guess so. Yeah. I just don't know French pronunciation very well. I, I don't either. Um, I, can, I can admit to that. She I'm said, gonna... that being said, a good Montreal band to check out is Solids, which is a very good band. They are a great band. Uh, try the songs Off-White and Fog Friends. Well, thanks for doing our job for us because that actually is helpful because we wouldn't have to make recommendations for songs now. Uh, pretty and, sure the lyrics are, are English. Yeah, they are. Take care, guys. LGFG Ellen. Well, De-Generes. thank you for being uh, not getting too mad at us for some yeah. Canada hate speak last week. We appreciate. I mean, I listening love Canada. Canada. I do too. I love Canada except for Quebecois people because they're yes. very annoying. And that is a great band. So thank you for the recommendation. I'm and aware of them, but now the listeners can be. Please write back in about your talk show and tell us. uh... What's the funniest behind the scenes moment from the Ellen Degeneres show? It was when she spilled her coffee on her pants and had to go change them. Oh man! <laughs> uh, uh, probably, probably. <laughs> I wasn't really kidding. Uh, this guy Only says, half, "Like I have boner." This guy says, I'm "Check half out a boner." You have huh? half a boner? No. What were you saying? You're gonna have a boner? <laughs> no. What, what were you saying? Read the question. No. What are you saying? <laughs> I said half boner. Okay, I, th- I said that. Why did you say no? Because I didn't want to be cow. You didn't want to be cow. <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> I didn't want to be cow. <laughs> I let my Harrison out for a second. You sound like the guy at my work who calls tigers, taggers. <laughs> no, he doesn't. He taggers? Called, yeah, he's always like... No, but that's the thing. He he speaks completely normal until that word. <laughs> How does that work? Cuz he was one day we were sitting in like the break room and he was talking about golf and he was like he was like, "Yeah, you know, what? I don't really like Tiger woods." And I was like, "Excuse me?" And he was like, "Is he a graffiti artist now?" Yeah, that's what, yeah. And I was like, that's why I said to him I was like, "Tagger." And he's like, "Yeah, t- tagger." And I was like, you mean, Tiger?" And he's like, He's like, yeah, tagger. And I was like, no, tagger is like a person who spray paints stuff. Like (laughs) a a tiger is an animal. And he's like, he's like, well, I'm I'm just saying it the way I say it. And I was like, that's really. (laughs) But he speaks completely normal except for that. So I don't understand. That doesn't make sense. So this guy wrote in your favorite nick wrote in and said check out ready set roll by chase rice it's definitely one of the worst songs ever so okay let's check it out yeah let's go ahead and uh see what's going on i already hate it because i hate the guy's face (laughs) yep uh let's see this has four million views so that's good Mm -hmm. I don't even know what kind of music this is going to be. Let's <laughs> go. let Damn pretty girl, you ain't done it again. You're gonna turn your sexy all the way up to ten. I never seen a side right seat looking so hot. Baby, you rock hit the spot like a fireball
1: shot. You got me all high head spinning around. Okay,
2: turn turn on. Hold on. You got to see what this chorus is like. <laughs> god wow fuck you that Nick. is one of the worst songs i've ever heard oh my god they say something like you got your sexy up to 10 yeah <laughs> why did it start out like a really bad sounding little wayne song it did because that is the new thing man hiccup it Don't is, call it that. <laughs> it is made. It's, it is here. It's here to stay. Oh, and it is not going <laughs> I anywhere. Refuse. I refuse. You can't refuse. Well, I'm already. I'm refusing. Florida Georgia Line is bigger than ever. Why? Why? Because they had a song with Nelly. Who gives a shit? <laughs> like, who cares about Nelly in 2014? He does have a TV show coming out, so I guess whatever. And he's on The Real Husbands. Yeah, which is fine because he's actually really funny on he's there. Hilarious. But he should just be funny. Yeah, like, what was the last Nelly single? Of course, then again, who knows? Cisco. That he did have Apparently. one. Apparently. Like, and or three someone years tweeted ago. us a picture of Cisco with the fucking. uh... The guy from Yo Gabba Gabba. Yo Gabba Gabba, which I don't know where that collaboration happened. I would love the behind-the-scenes story yeah. of Yo Gabba Gabba and Cisco meeting. I tweeted at Cisco and asked him for an explanation. Did you? Yeah, but he didn't give me one. No. Probably because I said, I want a fucking explanation right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh, well. Well, Barack Obama never tweeted you back either, so... I know. All I wanted was a hand job from the President. Justin, Is that really Justin, that much? Justin for a straight month tweeted to Barack Obama and asked for every a single job. day, usually at least twice a day. No response. Not one response. Not that Obama probably even looks at his Twitter and knows that he has it. But his secretary could have at least passed along the news. On yeah, the, you, you want a hand job? Like, come on. I mean, at least the like message. run it by his desk, like see if yeah, he like bites kids, or whatever. because you know? when kids write him letters and stuff, they get like you know copies sent back. Um. Let's see. This guy, uh, red paint on the dance floor, who, who's written in about the Zoe Quinn stuff. He wrote in, Hey, guys, it's your Zoe Quinn over-informing friend again. I'm not going to say anything about that bullshit this time, though, so don't worry. <laughs> Instead, this is about the LAX shooting. Uh, Ryan talked about dummies in wheelchairs and how it's not a conspiracy. It's it's fact, but unfortunately it was a person, or rather a body, not... Or, but whether a body is a person is a completely different matter, I guess. It says, The reason it looks like a dummy is because the video is shot from a helicopter and it exacerbating the problem. Most of the versions I've posted on YouTube are of low quality. This is where it gets depressing. The reason the body behaved like a dummy is because it was just a body. The guy being wheeled out was the sole fatality of the incident. Gerardo Hernandez, a TSA agent and human being. Being a lifeless body, it bounced around, and limp, uh, bounced around limp about like a dummy. I don't know. I couldn't read that well. The body looks so unnatural, pale, almost like a dummy because of blood loss. Hernandez bled out after lying shot multiple times on the airport floor for half an hour. I'll admit when I first watched the video, I thought the guy looked pretty dummy-like too, but after researching the situation a little and after seeing a higher quality video, it's pretty apparent that it was a real deceased human being. Besides, even government conspirators aren't stupid enough to send a dummy out to ambulances when news crews are filming on the scene. Fair enough you know what this is a case where i can say then maybe i was wrong yeah p.s. tsa agents do not carry guns aside from a few specifically trained officers from what i can find uh pps you mentioned before that i didn't contact you by the correct medium what's the proper way to send questions and i don't know what that i don't remember saying that i mean this is fine you can write on tumblr Yeah, tumblr want. or email is fine um you know, I'll, have to look to, I'll look into that myself because I am a strong believer in, you know, not being dumb. So, yeah. I don't care about proving a point. And if you're right, then you're right. So, thank you for correcting me. Yeah. And if that guy did die, then that's a terrible tragedy. Well, I mean, he definitely died. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, can't really say if. Oh, well, yeah. So, thank you for the correction. I, I still don't like the TSA. I don't like the amount of power they necessarily have, but... That sucks that that happened, and uh, thank you for the nice letter. I appreciate when people write in with opposing viewpoints and right. can provide facts. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I just don't know much about that shooting, so yeah, I just I'm, know it happened. I don't really. I read about a lot of things. That one, maybe not the the most, but uh, so I stand corrected. Thank you. I'm just trying to see. I mean, I'm glad that that's the case, that they don't they don't carry firearms, but at the same time, I still feel like if any TSA agent is carrying a firearm... I don't feel like any TSA agent needs to carry a firearm. Any, no. at all, for any reason. Yeah, I... I, but, I don't know. I mean, it's not like I know the percentage, so I'm not going to sit here and no. it's like I know, but... No, I mean, it's fine. It just is, uh... I don't know. Like, I just feel like it's the same thing as, like... I, I understand that Air Marshal's carrying them because they actually are, like, no, yeah, trained. No, I agree. That's but different. But TSA agents, like... They're just people like you and me. Because this is the problem is, like, yes, I understand, like, regular people can carry guns and stuff because they go through classes and whatever. But TSA agents go through classes for screening people, and they don't know how to do it most of the time. That's my main point, is even when you go to the airport... All guns aside, a TSA are a bunch of fuck-ups. Yeah. Like, they don't know how to work... Like, I said last week, they don't know how to work the equipment, <sighs> like, most of the time. Like, there's... They, and the other thing is, like, they steal people's shit all the time. Yep. Like, it's just, like... It's a stupid... Not... Like, completely non-necessary part of, like, the world right now. Yeah. Like, who gives a shit if 9-11 happened because it doesn't affect things that much that, like... There were bombings and terrorist attacks all the time around the globe, and we didn't have the TSA then. Right. Like, if we were that worried about terrorism, why aren't we stopping it then or whatever? You know what I mean? Like... I, w- I would think putting air marshals in the air would be much more effective, which we yeah. did too, than having me go through a full-body scan. I think that if Mark Wahlberg was allowed on every plane... If Mark Wahlberg was on every plane, yeah, we would be taking care of terrorism. Yeah. ISIS would be stopped. Right. Saddam Hussein would be stopped. Yeah. He, he would have uh, he would have taken care of everything for us. Charlie Sheen would not be crazy. Well, I don't know about that. I mean, okay, that might, that might be a little bit of a stretch. But. No, thank you for your letter. I, I appreciate it. Um, Mr. Chainsaw said, Did you guys see that Afro Man did a new positive version of Because I Got High? I wanted to hate it because the original sucks pretty hard, but as a pro pot advocate, it's not that bad. I did see that. I've never listened to it. I'm sure it's fine. Yeah, I I don't. Know I mean, anything. who cares what Afro Man does now? But... You know, you can book Afro Man for five hundred dollars. I just want anybody out there to know that. So if you're planning a party, a bachelor party, and you um, just... a surprise for your friend, or even just a prank for someone to come yeah. home to, oh, that'll be you perfect. Can, you can book Afro Man for five hundred dollars now. So I'm just going to throw that out there. Yeah, um, do it, please. <laughs> let, let us know. Hey guys, notice the fans haven't been sending in as much horrible music in, uh, recently so I'm here to give you the scoop on the greatest music scene in the US Billings, Montana if you want to see the singer of this band cry while meeting Papa Roach I highly re- recommend it hey, wait hold on hold on singer of the band what? the singer of this band he sent in cry while meeting the singer of Papa Roach or while meeting Papa Roach well his name's Kobe Dick Mr. Dick, Dick if, if you're nasty, nasty. <laughs> he rocks the mic with a voice that's raspy is what I've heard his God given talent is to rock all the nations for doesn't know, those are lyrics from the well, first song on the first Papa Roach album. Uh, I want you to know that the band he sent in is called Daddy Twofoot. What's <laughs> Daddy Twofoot? Twofoot. Twofoot. Unless said, that's his name? I thought you said Daddy Toofoot. Oh, no. Okay. This band is called Twisted Romance. That's good. I think the dude who wrote in is named Daddy Twofoot. Whichever. I'm fine with that. I prefer Daddy Twofa, but yeah. That's Daddy Twofoot. Yeah, Daddy Tofa. Here's a. Well, you certainly like to mix your shit loud. Are they playing different songs? Yeah. Well, is this gonna do something? Yeah, here you go. This is not a song. Please look at the picture of them. <laughs> okay, turn this off. Yeah, you were right about that, Daddy Two Foot. <laughs> this is a fucking terrible thing. I have it. two questions about that. One, what, where's Billings, Montana? It's where... Uh, is that where? Is Montana that wh- State University Yeah, is, I okay. I can I can deal with that. That makes sense. Two, that doesn't even sound like the type of band that would get that stoked to meet Papa Roach. I'm more confused. I wasn't aware that anybody would get stoked to meet Papa Roach because um I have a good story actually my roommate's band played a show with Papa Roach and I guess like they walked off stage and their singer um he had a wireless mic and he started the chant for their encore like he was backstage with the wireless mic going pop.
1: Pa- pa- oh my Roach. god are you kidding
2: people started doing it and they came out and played last resort no true story yeah that's that's some uh, in- oh, inside that's information I'm right there I'm so happy about that <laughs> <laughs> who starts their own encore chant uh, Papa Roach does because uh, they're the greatest band on earth uh, let's see uh, Joseph Fourth said uh, this week you guys gotta check out Don Trip Bojo Jojo He has a whole mixtape that includes Macho Man Randy Savage clips, but this is by far the worst on the tape, so. I mean, this is, sounds like a million other songs. (laughs)
1: Excuse (laughs) me?
2: I'm not sure if I love or hate this (laughs) Joseph I'm not going to lie to you Kind of like this (laughs) I don't know if I mind this that much Now Hold on Uh, Hold on (laughs) The Rolling Stones are not a heavy metal band. Outside of that, um, okay, listen, I'll tell you. Uh, l- look, I look, don't think that uh, that's good. No. But I would probably drive around and listen to it. No, you know why? Okay. <laughs> Joseph, you're about to learn a very important lesson here. That's not that bad because uh, I'll play something for you that is far <laughs> worse uh, here in a moment. <clears throat> Hold on. It's coming. <laughs> Just wait. This is brand new, released two days ago. Yeah. now, uh, <laughs> <laughs> It's already in my head. What can I say? So get ready, Joseph.
1: Get a because
2: because mo- Don Trip is going to sound a lot better. <laughs> crazy, like, Holy sh! What you up, find this?
0: It's about the beach. phone. get my money. You nigga They come <laughs> after you. Told
2: them, bring me your stomach. I hate to get out of this but I made a prompt to
0: myself. I was going embarrassed. <laughs> it's, it. it's about Change mess. Change to be mess. <laughs>
1: it's
0: about to be a Change some <laughs> mess.
2: Okay. This blast is what I' blast on say. a toe okay on toe this is what <laughs> I want to say I know that there's a fair amount well, of listeners I mean first Joseph that's what bad sounds like <laughs> now you find things that sound like that then we can talk but uh, like Don trip not as bad as what you acted like not because he but I understood to how to rhyme and like rhyme schemes and timing and stuff. Young Thug I'm pretty sure is mentally handicapped. <laughs> Here's the thing. I know <laughs> I know we have a lot of listeners. Yeah. At least a decent amount that like Young Thug and Rich Homie Quan and, and like that whole movement and get it or whatever. Here's my thing. I I will come to peace with you. That's fine. I don't care. If you like Young Thug and Quan Kwan, do your thing. Yeah. But there's a stipulation after that Chainsaw Massacre song. Yes. You can never again make fun of ICP or Twisted. No. Because no. that song sounds like a song that wouldn't have even made it onto an ICP or Twisted Halloween album. No. And is actually worse. It doesn't even sound like a song that would have made it on their very early. Yeah. Like shitty mixtapes they made. So if you like Young Thug and Chomey Kwan, do your thing, like it, yeah, enjoy it, listen to it. Love it. And don't think that I care, but don't make fun of ICP or Twisted. No. Because I'm pretty sure if you want to tell me that's good, if you're going to tell me that ICP Santa's a Fat Bitch is a bad song, Yeah. You're a hypocrite. Yeah, because Chainsaw Massacre. <laughs> first of all, beyond the fact that it doesn't make any sense. Well, he says chain, Texas chain. He says Chainsaw Massacre. Phone, get my money. Yeah. So I don't know what that means. That's fine. But uh, come on, Santa's a fat bitch. Yeah. At Let's least get real. Santa's a fat bitch. There's a point to the song. <laughs> uh, there's a story, kind of. There's a story about how Santa's um, a fat bitch. Things actually rhyme in it. Yeah. It's not just a guy. Literally, like, not being able to sing or talk. Right. Like, saying Chainsaw Massacre over and over. And not even in, like, a timed out way where it's like, all right, you have this many bars to get. (laughs) No, just him Chainsaw Massacre. (laughs) And just saying it whenever he wants to. And it's about to get the best bikini. The worst is, like, I listened to the new T.I. album the other day. And it was it's pretty it's fine. It's not great. I mean he hasn't done anything great since King, I don't think. But I like Paper Trail. Paper Trail's fine, but it's not as good. No. like as King and no, uh, it's not and since then, yeah. Yeah. Um, but the new one has a song on it with Young Thug. Oh, I know it because they performed at the B E T Hip Hop Awards the other night. It is seriously impossible to listen to. (laughs) Like, T.I.'s part is fine because T.I. is a professional and knows how to rap. Right. Young Thug has no idea what he's doing or where he is at any time. And that's why people like him. And this is the thing I think I've realized is people that like it, their whole thing is, well, that's cool because he doesn't use a rhyme scream. And he's different and he's crazy and he's out there and does his own thing. And like I said, that's fine. I'm not going to make fun of him anymore. But you cannot continue to insult ICP or Twisted anymore. Yeah. Those are the rules, listeners. Yeah. No, I agree. <laughs>
1: <coughs> uh,
2: oh. Hey, guys. It's your friend from uh, Carlsbad. First off, do you agree with the new Lagwagon song was shit? No. Uh, no. Also, listen to the band I sent last week. It's pretty incredible. I don't know what. I'll have to look for it. We'll get to um, that later. We listened to a lot today. Also, you guys mentioned I Shoot a Matthews, but you never got in the actual story of what was on the <laughs> tape. Thanks, guys. Also, do you watch Orange is the New Black? Just got into that show and it rules. Uh, first season's pretty decent. The second season makes no sense because they're trying to turn it into a comedy and it's not supposed to be a comedy. I like both seasons. I don't like it. Really? I think it's. I think the idea that they got nominated for an Emmy in the comedy category didn't make any sense because the first season's not a comedy show. Um, I agree. They kind of switched directions yeah but i the like second the, season I like, both is like both seasons. them trying to like like add things to the show that don't make any sense, like oh, this girl likes to cook, so she's in the kitchen, like you know whatever, and then all of a sudden some madcap shit happens it's like first of all, if you're in a prison, they do not allow uh prisoners to use sharp knives right uh, all right secondly i just don't like it i don't I think it's stupid because I the like first both one was seasons. like pretty decently like authentic-ish, you know, but Agreed. the second one's just like. I like both seasons. I'm excited for the third. Um, I guess since we disagree, we should probably just cancel this podcast. Yeah, that's fine. All right, I'll talk to you later. All right, see you. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> no, yeah. I like both seasons, of Orange is the New Black, and um, I like the new Lagwagon song. I'm excited for the album. I mean, it's a little different. It's slower, a little more metal almost. Yeah. I, don't, I think it's just with me. If Joey Cape is singing, I like it. Yeah, that's how I am, too. Because you can go to Bad Astronaut to his acoustic stuff, like... That's just me. If Joey Cape is singing a song, i probably like it. Yeah. I'm the same way. It's just something about it. So, I mean, I get what you mean, because I do think that the new Lagwagon song is different for Lagwagon. And I get not being into it. Right. But I I like it. Because, and honestly, if you put a different singer over it, I might not like it. Yeah, it's true. (laughs) But Uh, I love Joey Cape's voice and arrangement so much that I just stay intrigued. Yeah, so. um yeah but so anyway, tell them what was on the ice shoot of Matthews, should we might as well i I still swear I swear we fucking said what it was, like did we not? okay, so people that are newer, I don't remember is our old band um want to play a show in Athens, Ohio, which is we're literally as west as you can get in Ohio, Athens is east, yeah, and on the way back, we stopped at um a thrift store just because we stopped to get food. And we stopped at the thrift store And I remember we stopped it To get food And the waitress walked up to Our friend Sam And went Oh are you into punk And he was like What Yeah I guess I'm in a punk band and she was like Oh me too Can you tell Like by my hair Do you remember that <laughs> yeah. Do you remember that We were just like We were like What And she had like Blonde hair that was Kind of spiked up in the back It was pretty normal This is the thing though Is the reason <laughs> we stopped there Was why Ryan because of the name of the town. Because you're fucking 10 years old. No, I'm not. You might as well be. Why? Oh. Oh. We just never know when a guest is going to call in and interrupt a conversation. Yeah, you piece of shit. Hello?
3: <laughs> That's what I do. <laughs> What's up? Is this Will? This is, uh, this is him. Uh, hello, Will. Hello. How are you doing? Good. How are you? You know, I'm hanging in there.
2: Uh, this is Will from the story so far, everybody. Uh, I'm here and Justin's here. Hello. Hi.
3: <laughs> What's up, Justin?
2: Oh, nothing. How are you,
3: dude? Could be better. It, Why? Recovering.
2: Oh, hungover.
3: Little, little hungover.
2: Uh, you just gotta Whoa, drink another you beer. You don't,
3: dr- you don't drink alcohol, do you, Will? <laughs> no. it was was, was liquid candy
2: liquid candy I was going to say the story so far is a uh, kid friendly band correct yeah it was Pixie
3: Sticks. we're also a man friendly band
2: oh (laughs) I like where this is headed I will tell you guys that I spent the summer with Will on Warp Tour and he's one of my favorite people and I'm excited for us to get to talk to him today you guys going to get married we could get married do you want to get married do you have a girlfriend Will
3: Uh, I don't have a girlfriend that's something we haven't really talked about bitch
2: um i'm recently i'm I'm recently single
3: congratulations
2: thank you (laughs) you guys always you guys already spent the entire summer together so you might as well like see where it goes we spent half of the summer before together as well oh so it's like already official like you're almost common law married at this point yeah we're basically married right
3: you were basically a thing (laughs) that's cool
2: but uh so you're in st
3: louis i'm in st louis I heard you're coming to the show today.
2: I was thinking about driving there after I leave here. I'm not sure if I'm going to.
3: Should I? <laughs> that was kind of funny.
2: Wait, why is that funny?
3: <laughs> we could have done this in person, but <laughs> now it's phone call.
2: <laughs> no, we could. not because because Justin couldn't have come.
3: Yeah, I wouldn't have been there. Uh, that's true. Justin, where do you live?
2: Uh, in Cincinnati as well. Yeah, Very we're, sweet. We're sitting across from each other. Yeah, yeah, we're in the same place. Oh, uh, I see how it goes. <laughs> we have a we <laughs> have we have a number of ways uh, these conversations could go. I would like to have some fun with you. I don't want to get you in too much trouble. I'm good you at. We can that. have fun. What? We can have fun. I I don't want to get you in too much trouble. I'm good at that. Um, so I'm going to try not to.
3: Yeah, I tend I tend to get in trouble sometimes.
2: Oh, I know. As a matter of fact, um. The third day of Warp Tour, you got sat down and got in trouble, right? The first day. First day, was it? The very first, the will you, very first day. Will you, te- will you tell the story, or is that off limits?
3: No, that's not off limits. Uh, basically, our tour manager gets called into Lyman's office, or his office being his bus. Right. And he said something about us saying something on the internet about a band that wears makeup. I think it was motionless and white. Yes. And sure, I don't. I don't know who they are. Not like <laughs> I'm not like trying to like be mean about. it. I just never really heard of them. I don't know if they wore makeup or not. He to say no. Nobody in their band said anything on stage, and he said it would be easier for me to kick you guys off the tour than to deal with the drama. Wow. This was this was like the first day, and we were like. Oh cool. It'll be a fun <laughs> summer. Can't wait. Sure. Didn't Parker yeah. didn't
2: Parker who's your singer just basically say something which I think is cool is he just sit on stage something along the lines of you know like we're on the main stage at Warped Tour. You could get here just like us. We're not like a fashion thing. We're real dudes. We dress normal. We don't wear makeup. We just play songs and we're here for you. Like isn't that like all yeah. he said?
3: I'm I'm pretty sure. Which um, is I don't really a know. Pretty... I don't listen to what he says sometimes. <laughs>
2: right. But I mean, like, that's a <laughs> pr- be, pretty pretty cool thing, thing to say basically. for a main stage warp tour war band because most bands yeah, get up I there. Mean, we 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 try and keep it as basic
3: as possible. You know what I mean? Yeah, most
2: mainstage held... bands get up there They're... with like the attitude of like main stage it warped, clap, get your hands in the air. And I you know, I watched you guys obviously all summer, and all you guys ever did was just be like, you know, we're just like you, we're not special. And you, yeah. you almost got reprimanded for that.
3: Was it? Well, it, we kind of just tried literally lay low, keep it as simple and easy as possible. No extra like cabs with no speakers in it. No extra like exactly. funky guitars. There's, there's like nothing extra happening. Sometimes you, we didn't even bring our banner. We just oh fucking who cares?
2: Yeah, you guys were the band on like, the main stage. Who I think the other bands were like, why the fuck is this band on the main stage? And I thought that was awesome. Like, not all the bands. We obviously, sort of, you have we sort like,
3: of felt that way, too. It like, wasn't all the bands. Like sure. Obviously,
2: you have, like, your less Than Jake's and those bands. But I mean, I feel like a lot of bands were just like, who the fuck is the story so far? But meanwhile, you guys yeah. were out drawing some of these bands. And, like, I think it's funny because it was almost like a first day in high school thing where I watched you guys just get, like, patronized by these bands who felt entitled when you guys felt Less than entitled, more like more so. Less like when I would hang out with you, it'd be like, "Why are we on the fucking main stage?"
3: <laughs> kind of, yeah. I mean, there were definitely bands on the other stages that were pulling huge crowds, bigger than any main stage band the whole summer. Right. And it's like, yeah, all right, cool.
2: <laughs> I don't understand. That's so, awesome. So that's all your singer said was that, and another band took offense to it, and then you guys got in trouble for it. Yeah.
3: Yeah. yeah i'm pretty sure
2: yeah that's <laughs> weird that's it, it what, is that's what happened he didn't say anything it <laughs> sounds like some like fucking prima donna bullshit for that our band to pull just because like who cares if somebody says that like isn't that a positive thing to say to like kids like to get them interested in like... yeah you would think so <laughs> oh. right, right Nah, fuck I you mean, actually you know what fuck you guys that's really shitty of you guys to say it's really shitty of you guys yeah, really I, shitty of yeah. yeah it, I feel like we should probably hang up on it's, you, like, it's really it's <laughs> really shitty of you those, to, to act like
3: you're at the same level as your work? fans that's what your face looks like normally? Holy shit. <laughs> there's, not a, there's not a backing track? Where's your fucking MacBook?
2: Yeah, well, you guys said that stuff too, and I thought it was funny. So did Les and Jake, and I think the interesting thing here is I respect Kevin Lyman very much. Um, I think what yeah. he puts together is incredible, and no one else could do it. But it is funny yeah. because when you guys would say things like, we don't use backing tracks, we don't wear makeup, you got called into his office. And then when less than yeah, while
3: well, Roger and Chris are less, <laughs> yeah, yeah,
2: less like, than Jake would say God, worse things. So much shit, yeah. But they're such an old school band who Kevin Lyman used to manage yeah. that when less than yeah. Jake said these same things, Kevin laughed. Yeah. And as a matter I mean, of fact, Kevin walked by our stage one day, and I was making a joke directly about a band on Warped tour. I think I was talking about maybe the somerset i don't remember but i i called a band out by name and i saw him chuckle but we're not as big as you guys so i feel like it's almost like an unfair bias like you guys are on the main stage you better act accordingly
3: yeah well another band that he's known for 15 years is, you know kind of kind of doing the same thing who he used to manage And, and and he high fives i mean i i get it no one's Taking it personally, we totally get it. I get We're it too, I have the same respect as Les than Jake. You know what I mean,
2: right? And I'm not but, badmouthing but Kevin. Like, Kevin Lyman is amazing.
3: Yeah, it's like who gives a shit.
1: Like,
2: it's just crazy that you You know get, what I mean. It's just crazy that the first day of this two and a, two and a half long brutal thing, you get told it's easier for me to kick you off than to have to deal with it. But this is the thing: is like you. If you weren't causing the drama, shouldn't he have talked to the other band that took offense to it? Because you weren't talking about them in particular. Well, they're huge. They're money makers. Right, but I understand we all, that. We but...
3: also never got to like say anything.
2: That's we that's never weird. like. There
3: was no chance to like be like, "Here's our side of the story. This right. is what happened." It was just like, "This is what I heard." Keep like keep it cool, and we're like, "Okay, sure." You know. Well, actually,
2: a similar story, which I don't know if I should tell this, but I'm going to because that's what we do on the podcast, what was that right? Man, motionless and White is motionless the one with the white? Guy who looks like he's like the Nosferatu guy with the fucking bad swoop haircut. Yeah, and there's like Yeah, they're, they look like fucking assholes. Yeah. Ugh. Will didn't say that for the record. I said yeah, that. Yeah, we're saying that. <laughs> um, the, the opinions expressed are not uh, Will's. Yeah, are. opinions expressed here are not all Will's. This is Ryan, and those guys look like fucking assholes. Um, so. Listen, I was going to say it reminded me of a funny story which um I don't know if I should tell. It doesn't matter. 2 years ago, 3 years ago on Warp Tour. Yeah. Uh Fallen Reverse was on Warp Tour. Yeah. And so was Four Year Strong. Do you yeah. know it? do you know the story, Will?
3: Yeah. You do know it? Uh, I'm pretty sure.
2: I was going to say and I'm pretty sure somebody in Fallen in Reverse like said that Four Year Strong was going around like hitting on these underage girls and all this stuff, which if you know four-year strong and have toured with them, which I have three to four times, they're mostly all married. Some have kids. They have houses. They're not creeps at all. And also... Ron- they actually very much keep to themselves. And also Ronnie Radge yeah. kind of has a history of... Correct. So... <laughs> um,
3: yeah, he he just has a history. Yeah, exactly. So
2: I guess, Kev- yeah, let's yeah. Kev- <laughs> I guess Kevin Lyman... Uh, which, this is not Kevin Lyman's fault. Like I said, Kevin hears these things. He wants to deal with them. I don't blame him. Kevin's a good guy. Like, if you are running a tour with 40 bands on it and you hear about some drama, you're going to want to solve it, obviously. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, you know, Kevin has Four Your Strong come in, but just Four Your Strong, and says, like, you know, I heard you guys this and this and that, and they're like, who said this stuff? And it turns out it was, I think, Ronnie. So they said, why don't you just bring him in here? And let's settle this right now. Oh, so they, Yeah,
1: that's right. They did.
2: And they brought Ronnie in. And Ronnie sits down and I guess doesn't really want to look or talk to 4-Year Strong. And Dan is just pissed as fuck, the singer 4-Year Strong, who will be on here soon. Which, is,
3: which would be a scary thing to see.
2: Yeah, Dan's a big dude, man. and <laughs> Like that whole band.
3: And, and if you know Dan, he's just the jolliest and most happy guy ever. He
2: is. And if he was pissed, I would be scared because he would probably knock me out yeah. one punch and I'm a big guy. <laughs> He's huge. <laughs> but, yeah, we just toured together. So, I guess Dan, like, kind of explodes, like, listen, what the fuck, man? Like, what are you talking about? Like, saying all this stuff and this and that. Like, and I guess Ronnie just was like, well, I just heard it and this and that. It turned out to be nothing. And it's just so funny, like, how this drama, like, warp Tour turns into, like, high school. Yeah. <laughs> like. Yeah. And it ended up being nothing, obviously. for we Sean to get in trouble, they didn't do anything because – I will tell you as personal friends that there's no chance that 4-Year Strong was hitting on underage girls trying to get them to come to their bus. Zero chance. Seems
3: seems like the story is backwards almost. Yes, yeah, very, very much. That's what I and that's say,
2: what right? I mean is it almost seems like a guilty conscience type story. So, yeah. Or it sounds like he was spreading <sighs> that rumor to take heat off of him for doing Correct. it. Correct. You know? so, it's just funny, but like I said, like, for Kevin, I don't blame him. Like hmm. you got drama on your tour, you got to deal with it. I mean, yeah, utmost respect. But
3: that's the that's proper way to do it, though. Like I wish we had that chance. Just think. Like, yeah, and you guys, you guys, didn't,
2: you guys didn't get to do that. Like Dan, you didn't get to do that. Dan said, "Bring Maybe him in here. Cool let's like, sit player, down and talk."
3: Like, dodge, like a fierce dodgeball game against them. Like, <laughs>
2: well, I, <laughs> I was going to say... Fair for you guys, I think it should have been, is you should have said, all right, bring motion and some white in here. Let's sit down and let's talk. Yeah. And then I think things probably would have gone smoothly. They're probably nice guys. When I said fuck them and they're assholes, like, we're just being goofy. They're probably normal dudes. Oh, no, I'm going to say. Oh, yeah, no, I just mean, like, they're probably normal dudes. Like, you probably could have sat down and solved everything and had no problems.
3: Probably could have ended up being friends with them and getting high with them every day. If they do that. Speaking well, of you don't or do play, that. Or play video games. You don't I'm get high, you
2: don't get right. high, do you? Yeah, those kids Sometimes. are gonna find out that you do and magazine. Should we it's, get it's sh- already sh- out there, <laughs> <right>? <laughs> <I can tell laughs> should should we get hey. into alternative press or is that off limits?
3: No, nothing dude. I don't I don't give a shit.
2: This is why I love you. In two weeks it, in a row it's we have Do you know the band but, of, do you know the band of Wilhelm Scream? Yeah. Nuno their singer is a friend of ours and he was on last week. And having you okay. the next week is refreshing because most band people we have on here will not say a bad word or negative thing about anybody because they want to protect their image. And I like having I'm real in. i like having real I, people that just talk the truth. I have no image. And I know that you'll do that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but no, for, for people listening, let's be honest. Hey, there is none. We've had Scott
2: Heisel on the podcast. Scott is my friend. And that's why I like that we can go in between these things but will you please tell the story of the alternative press thing? And then we'll talk about it because the story is honestly very, very interesting and weird.
3: Yeah. So we got asked to do the cover last year. Of, the cover, right? Yeah. So the cover. That's a huge deal. Cover story. Yeah. So we were, i mean, we were stoked. like any of us read the magazine though. So like, we were just like, yeah, this is cool for the band. Like if you're, if you're asked to be on the cover, like, yeah, that's cool. We'll do it. You know? They were bands that we looked up to and respected that were on it, so we thought that was cool to be a part of. Right. So we did the interview. We did, We like, I think we did four, three different, like... They came to your hometown, right? They came to our hometown. They shot us in Melbourne, Australia one day. They, you know, each photo shoot was, like, three or four hours long. Like, pretty, pretty ridiculous just to get some photos that we never got to do any previews of. We never got to pick. Never saw them until they were, like, printed in the magazine. Uh, And then, I forget the guy's name. Robert something came to our hometown. Uh, Kellen, our bass player, and myself drove him around. Uh, We picked him up at the Pure Noise Records HQ, where he was staying. So Jake let him stay there. Uh, We showed him Gilman Street. We showed him, you know, the brewery across the street. Kind of like places where we grew up going to and hanging out and how we all kind of became friends, showed him, him the lowdown, super welcoming. He met my parents, showed him my house, all that stuff, did the interview and basically like, and it's not that it's what he said was false. All he said was that we're a bunch of white yuppie kids from, you know, a nice town in Northern California. And that four out of five band members are unapologetic potheads. In parentheses, sorry, mom and dad, narc. Yeah, that's fucked. Like, he, he did, he did, it was like a two, three-page article. And the, like the last two paragraphs, he just like, there, and this. And we're like, wait, what? Right. <laughs> like, he mentioned nothing that interesting about us. And not that they were interesting people, but like, we told you so much other shit. And then, uh, there's that. So and then that was,
2: if it's not too personal, I was gonna say even the issue with Parker I think is almost even worse.
3: Yeah, was, he had like he had like ended a relationship the day of the article or the day of the interview. So he was like, you know, not not fully there. Mentioned it to the guy to just be like, you know, chill. Don't don't ask him a ton of shit. once or everything else. And he just completely disregarded that. Published a bunch of shit and that about it, just just kind of stuff that was like. Didn't completely he? Didn't even write?
2: Didn't even write in the article like, and singer Parker had just gotten dumped that day, which you asked him not even to talk about, right?
3: Yeah, anything that we asked him not to mention, he mentioned. <laughs> That's <laughs> so ridiculous. The saying, the saying off the record, doesn't exist, at all. do not give a shit.
2: That I mean, that entire story to me is so weird of I guess it goes to show that you guys are big enough to be on the cover and sell magazines but also we want to twist your words enough to create some controversy so we get the best of both worlds.
3: Yeah, but it's just like there's no point. What did we do to you to like make that happen? No, there's no point. There's no point at all. That's that's what we don't, that's where we were just like uh, alright, cool. Like, When, it's like, it's like,
2: it's like you said, like, you show your parents the article, and then it's like, four out of the five members of the band are unapologetic potheads. Sorry, mom and dad, narked. It's like, what do you say to your parents? I mean, like, what the <laughs> fuck is the reason <laughs> of putting that
3: in a magazine? They knew. It's, that, that wasn't a big deal for any of us. It's just like, why does that have to be said? Like, yeah, you know? it doesn't has that, nothing to do it has nothing to do with our band.
2: It just sounds like a reporter who's like trying to make a name for himself in a really shitty way. Right. Like, I mean it's like it's like something out of like yeah. Spider Man. Like yeah, some yeah, like yeah. newspaper dude like I got this story yeah. they their potheads yeah. and he got dumped in uh Yeah, and
3: we like I think I sent like a, an email to somebody at AP and it was just like, What's the deal? Like why can't we like preview anything or we didn't get to read through anything? He's like that doesn't happen unless you kiss or pair more, and i was like I'm pretty sure you don't cover kiss, but sure, that's cool, good answer. So since, a bunch okay. of shit, man, that's bullshit. Since then, <laughs> since then, I, I will come back and support your business.
2: <laughs> I was gonna say <laughs> since <laughs> since then, I know alternative press has refused to review your guys' shit. Do you care at all?
3: I don't even didn't even know they refused. That's wow. <laughs> great. I'm glad. It's better than them asking to do it cuz well, even if they And, ask, they and, and what's funny
2: is you really literally...
3: fuck if someone fucking reviews my record. I don't want someone to review my music. Right. right. Well, I was going to say just fucking who gives a shit?
2: It's funny because you're one of the few bands though that like, you know, basically was like fuck this magazine, fuck this award show fuck all this, fuck the Warp Tour bullshit, other than like playing, not fuck Warp Tour, Warp Tour yeah. is obviously awesome, but you guys, do your own thing, you play your show, and you guys are one of the few bands, that have honestly like, just gotten so big, it doesn't matter, and I think you can make those decisions, like is that crazy to you? Of,
3: not really, just cause I don't, I, none of that shit is ever important, was ever important to me, even when I was a kid, I just like fans, and like going to shows,
2: Right, you know and know that's just I mean? it. It's like,
3: like none of that shit I didn't grow up in that world.
2: And that's what's funny, is like you guys are a punk band who plays punk, you know, pop punk, punk, whatever. Yeah. And you can literally be like, We don't need alternative press because we draw enough kids that this is our job now. I mean, did you ever think it, that was a possibility?
3: No, I didn't think that it was a possibility. I definitely think all what we've accomplished and what we're doing is fucking crazy. Definitely the coolest fucking thing I could have imagined to do with my life. But doing it without, I don't know. I like, I like the way that we're doing it, I guess.
2: All right. This interview has actually gotten more serious than I thought it would, which is good. I have a few more questions. Then we'll get to the goofy shit. Um, what Do you have long-term goals like as a band, or are you just kind of riding the wave and see what happens?
3: Um, dude, I don't I I don't even know. I'll go with B.
1: <laughs>
3: I think we've kind of hit what we thought we could accomplish, you know what I mean? Tour with these bands, play crazy shows, go to some fucking crazy countries. Now we're kind of like like we've toured with Newfound Glory we've like gone to Australia. I'm, so, I'm sorry. I'm sorry to hear that. Yeah, <laughs> but, but you know, think about it. Two like two years ago, before I and any any crazy shit really went down, before I even knew them, uh, that like when I got the call to be like, hey, you got an offer to go on tour with Newfound, we were like, holy shit! Well, no, that's what I was gonna say. Fuck, is what's like, funny? Fuck yeah, like that's fucking awesome. Is you guys? So that was like huge for us, man. It's still I still to this day, that's like one of the coolest things I've ever done.
2: What I was gonna you say, know what I mean, is that's what's funny. Is you guys. I mean arguably and this I guess this is arguable, but to me you guys are named after a Newfound Glory song, but I think you, you are more popular than New Found Glory right now.
3: Uh I mean we are named after them. But you know <laughs> And I don't I don't expect comes, you
2: to say you're more popular but right. in my opinion you're more popular.
0: Cool.
3: <laughs> i't do know what to say I don't, sure. expect,
2: I don't expect you to comment too much. I understand. I'm just saying, yeah, I'm not even knocking newfound glory. I'm just saying like you guys are named after a band that you've gotten to tour with now and are on an equal playing ground with, like that's fucking incredible.
3: Yeah, it's fucking rad.
2: <laughs> like and if you're not more popular, you can at least hold your own weight, and even that is crazy. Yeah. So I mean, who knows? Yeah. It's like I when I was growing up, how old are you?
3: 23.
2: Okay, right. I'm o- I'm definitely older than you. When I was growing up, MXPX is one of my favorite bands. And uh, Mike and, like Mike from MXPX and I are working on music together now, and it's almost the same thing, you know what I mean? It's like it's insane to me. I can't even imagine it.
3: It's fucking wild.
2: Yeah, it's crazy. What What are some of your favorite bands? What are your influences?
3: Oh, uh, day the day, right? Led Zeppelin, uh, Beach Boys, Beatles. Like you know, grew up listening to classic rock, and then then moved into like the pop punk punk world. Rancid, Set Your Goals, Comeback Kid, New found Glory, Blink One Eighty Two. You know,
2: what's okay? I tweeted this the other night. Huge. I tweeted this the other night, and I want an answer from you and Justin, because I think it's interesting enough, because you can do it with them. Top top three Blink-182 songs. I'll give mine after. Top three Blink songs. I want your guys, too, and I'll give my three, because I'm sure listeners all can have them, too. Because Blink-182 is maybe the most universal band of our generation. Uh, Dude, that's hard. I don't know. Like... Not because I don't like Blink-182. I feel but like just because it is one of yours.
3: How about best or favorite? What? Fa- the Best or fa- no, favorite? No, just favorite. Yeah, just favorite. your three favorite Blink-182
2: songs. I mean, I feel like... Stockholm Syndrome.
1: Okay.
3: Uh, dude, maybe Roller Coaster. Oh, f- uh, take Off Your Pants and Jacket.
1: Roller Coaster like is someone,
3: some of some of the later tracks on that record are so fucking sick. Uh, <laughs> I don't know, dude. <laughs> there's so many good. There's, there's a lot of good ones. I can tell. T- t- a I, lot of bad I can, ones. I can well,
2: tell you. I can tell you mine right now. I can tell you mine. What? Uh, <laughs> feeling this? Stop uh, it! You're not <laughs> serious. You're not what se- was the song about a nightmare before Christmas? That one? I missed you. Stop I missed you. it. Uh, My three. For real, are Apple shampoo number one.
1: Yeah, nope, no Hell question. Yeah. Fair enough. Mm-hmm. No
2: question. Number two, emo, off of Dude Ranch. Nope. Emo's fucking dope. And three would be Dumpweed.
3: Yeah, Dumpweed's a fucking banger, dude.
2: Those are my. Those are my three. That's that's my three. I Man, I'd go. I would, go damn ahead. Damn it, probably. Yeah, Damn It's a great song. And then Dumpweed, and then. If I had a fourth, it would definitely be uh, online songs. I'll take off your pants and jacket.
3: Mm, Great bass tone on that record. What? Great bass tone.
2: Great bass tone on that record. For somebody who can't play bass very well. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) For someone who has to sit down to play carousel fucking live. Oh, God. (laughs) I forgot about that. I can play that standing up with my eyes closed, and I'm not talented.
3: No. Dude, we we watched them at uh, Reading and Leeds. Yeah, uh, I'd only seen him once when on their comeback tour, and that was like mind blowing. And then when I saw him reading the leads, like I think Tom was just like killed out, dude. I don't want to like go on record and say anything mean about the guy, but he just looked fucking bad. Well, I was gonna making say, these, I've dude, always said, all these fucked faces and shit—it was so weird.
2: I've always <laughs> said I think Blink One Eighty Two is the worst sounding live band ever for as big as they are no band and that it, got that big played that bad. Yeah,
3: and as good as travis parker is it doesn't blend with how bad the other two it are. it doesn't work not. they are just, so it's ba- just like a two and a half hour drum solo for me which is totally cool i love watching them rip but like <laughs> it just doesn't blend well that's just it is like
2: they're the worst band ever that got that big
1: yeah. because yeah. they
2: can't really play they never have Because no, when you listen really. to, like, Him of the State, there's, like, 14 guitar tracks going, like, Mark Hoppe's vocals were triple-tracked. And I'm not being a yeah. dick. I love that record. I love the songwriting. Yeah, and, and they wrote the songs, and the songs are great. They're talented. But live, they are a fucking mess. Yeah. Well, yeah. it was because, like, when you think about, like, the career track they were on... Like you had Cheshire Cat, which was a sh- just a shitty punk album. The guitars are like, out of tune yeah, on Cheshire Cat. It was yeah. bad and whatever, and it was whatever it was fine. And then you have uh, Dude Ranch, which is a huge step up, and it is ama- I think it is an amazing album as far as like that band goes. But that literally yeah. was like for for them being able to play music. That was the pinnacle. Of where they were gonna be. Because <laughs> without like them being caught by a producer and being on a bigger record label and having like production behind them, yeah. Dude Ranch was where they were gonna stay musically because right. they couldn't they just couldn't evolve beyond that because they don't know how to play their fucking instruments. And Travis Barker def- they would not I don't I don't love Travis Barker. He doesn't like me. We've had our Twitter beef. But blink 2 wouldn't be where they are without Travis Barker. Oh, no, absolutely no. not. There's no question. Yeah, no way. Him being on M of the State and his drum stuff, which is good. Like, I don't think he's the best drummer ever like some people, but his drumming on M of the State is really cool, and he does a lot of cool stuff yeah. that Scott definitely couldn't have done, and it brought him to a whole new level.
3: Yeah. And, and it's dope. Yeah, that's true. So good.
2: <laughs> I just think it's funny, though, because it wasn't like... Like, you think about their music and, like, the way it changed, like, especially to, like, Enema of the State and everything. It's not like... Uh, it's not like on Dude Ranch they were bad. You know what I mean? Like, the music is still good on that album. it's great. But yeah, on, that's a great record. On Enema of the State, it's like they have so much production and Travis Barker's doing so much. Oh, yeah. That it's, it's like, it's, com- it's just such a completely different band. And then... It's kinda of like I remember watching like Green Day like during the Insomniac or not Insomniac, sorry, during the warning tour. And they had that fourth guy, who's the other guitarist, that stand that was standing behind a black curtain because now, they now he's in the band. Yeah, he's actually in the band now. But they had him standing behind the black curtain because first of all, Billy Joe can't play guitar for shit. Yeah. So I'll just get that out of the way. But it's the same thing as, like, they need, they like, Blink-182 needs, like, two other people standing off to the side playing their music for them to sound good live, I feel like. Right. Yeah. Well, it's like MXPX now. If you go see MXPX, they are a four-piece. Yeah. And people complain because it's not the original three-piece and the same people. The but they sound fucking incredible. They sound exactly like the records. Yeah. So it's like, I don't know. Which would you rather? Would you rather see Tom and Yuri up there, or would you rather see a band that sounds incredible? I, yeah
3: I would like to Did see the, all the, oh. I'd rather see a band that sounds fucking dope yeah, right and it exactly. makes like I don't give a shit when I watch Saves the Day and they played through being cool songs and Save What You Are and In Reverie both Arun and, and Rodrigo and Dennis they didn't write those songs but they fucking played the shit out of them right and they rip and, and saves awesome, saves and
2: I don't a, give a shit <laughs> Saves the Day Will can vouch for was amazing because on Warped Tour they played a different set every day yeah yeah like every single day, every single day for two months, they played a different set, and they, they let they, they knew
3: eighty different songs. They let 80, f- 83 or something. Like yeah, that. Like, like they wild. let
2: they let friends of the band, like people like me and Will, or people write their set list for a day of warped. Yeah, like how fucking you were, you cool were, is
3: that? Oh, dream come true.
2: Like that's what I mean. It's like they're the coolest. Uh, Chris is actually to be on the podcast next week.
3: Dude, I randomly saw Chris in Vegas last week. Check he texted
2: me, text me the other day and said he just got back from Australia and that he's uh, in Las Vegas right now. Chilling,
3: baby. Chilling, right. baby. So game one of the Giants World Series, he knows I'm a big Giants fan. He just texts me randomly, fuck yeah, go Giants, baby. And in my head, it's like, <laughs> fuck yeah, go Giants, baby. Yeah, fuck right. yeah. I love that Chris right?
2: calls all of us
3: baby. He calls me baby, too. <laughs> I text And him. I'm like, dude holy shit, fuck yeah, Chris, what's up, man? Like, how are you doing? I haven't talked to you in a while. He's like, dude, I'm in Vegas. I just got back from Australia, and I'm like, dude, what? I'm in Vegas right now. Like, we're playing tonight, Like you got to come down. So he fucking came down and hung out, and it was That's fucking awesome. rad.
2: Yeah, no, he's the best, man, and it's like, funny because when I texted him, he literally said... Just got back from Australia. Not Australia. He said, Australia. Australia. Chilling, baby. How are you doing, man? What's good? And I'm just like, man, you are <laughs> yeah. the
1: best.
3: He's, he's, he's the coolest.
2: And it's like, you're the dude that wrote at your funeral and through being cool and say what you are. And it's just crazy like how cool and down to earth that makes. And man
3: is. he still writes under the boards and fucking Daybreak and they're self titled and all the cool shit yeah. from then on. Like, fuck.
2: I might be in the minority, but I think the newest Saves the Day album is the best.
3: I don't know if it's the best. It definitely kicks ass. It's good, man. It's really good. It's really fucking it definitely good. Definitely kicks man. ass. It's fucking rad. They went from being like and a poppyish
2: it, punk type band to just being this weird indie
3: band, and it it worked. I'd I'd say Under the Boards is probably my favorite one.
2: Really? Does that have yeah. uh Let's Get Fucked Up on it? Or get yes. fucked up? Yeah. I love that song.
3: We've got Radio Kaleidoscope. Kaleidoscope's got one of the gnarliest guitar solos, and like, I think I think it's the best guitar solo they have. Saves the day.
2: I think got lucky. So ripping. Saves the day. Got lucky because I feel like they're a band who had a certain lineup. It crumbled, and somehow Chris Connolly found the three perfect people to be in this band. Yeah, which is so rare. You know what I mean? so rare like he found the three perfect people and they click so well and it's just so crazy
3: yeah it's pretty mind-blowing but uh what like eight records later you know what i mean like that's cool
2: yeah he found these three dudes that just gel with him so well baby (laughs) (laughs) but uh, um let's talk about your tour at least promote a little bit how much is left of your
3: tour Uh, dude, not much, less than a week. Let's see, we got St. Louis tonight, Milwaukee tomorrow, day off. uh, Then we go to Michigan, Cincinnati, day off, Bethlehem, Pennsylvania. So, yeah, I'll be home in like (sighs) 10 days.
2: You'll be in Cincinnati, and I will be on the way to Fest.
3: Ooh, hell yeah. We should, uh... uh, You're going to check out Narwhal's? what at best
2: narwolves oh narwhals! narwolves are the shit man of course i was bummed when we we hung out a few weeks ago you and i did and narwolves didn't get their visas right because uh, i was excited to see them yeah. in Columbus, and they weren't there which uh that's okay but i was bummed
3: you're, you're, you're here now
2: how are they doing are they doing good in america dude dude they're killing it it's fucking sick Narwhals is a band people should absolutely check out.
3: If you like three piece punk music, they are a band that hold it down live as a three piece. They they rip.
2: They're no SR seventy one. Yeah. Or American Hi Fi. Or American Hi Fi, but they do. Or Stroke Nine. Stop it, please, right now. Uh, Stroke Nine had some good songs, man. how how's this tour been? It's you guys, modern baseball, the Wonder Years and Narwhals yeah, uh, that
3: is a crazy tour. It's been a crazy tour. All the shows have been really good. uh everyone's been chilling it's it's definitely been the most chill tour I've ever been on.
2: I can imagine where because it's just like
3: easy living and like John James Ryan is in charge, so there's some fun involved.
2: I was gonna say, as I can imagine is because we've toured with you guys before. Tour with the Wonder Years, and we took Modern Baseball out on tour, and that's a cool lineup of people, man. Like that's a bunch of people it, that are just cool.
3: I think it's. Tw- I think we counted twenty-eight dudes. <laughs> that's it.
2: Um, I've counted more than that. Oh, I've counted a lot of dudes before, Will. <laughs> <laughs> I've lined them up in a no, row. Dude, it,
3: it, it's it's been so fucking good. I've counted upwards of all the shows have been sick. Uh, What's no the- complaints really.
2: You're not really doing big cities, right?
3: No. We played like Cheyenne, Wyoming the other day. Cheyenne, Wyoming. Dude, it was bad. Tell me about it. I want to hear about that.
2: I want to hear about Cheyenne.
3: We played an old brothel. And apparently the upstairs attic where the bedrooms are is where it's haunted. But there's like a tunnel underneath the venue. And we explored the tunnel. Uh, We smoked weed in the pitch black. And that was pretty cool. You got... Narc,
2: uh, I'm going to narc you out to your mom and dad, bro.
3: Sorry, mom and dad. <laughs>
2: sorry, dad. How many people came to Cheyenne?
3: Uh, I'm going to say like 400. That's good. Yeah, that's pretty good. 8, I 500? mean 500. That's great.
2: You're in Cheyenne. Yeah. I mean, Cheyenne is like a town you think of when you think of the Wild Wild West, not touring America. It
3: was very Wild Wild West. I think we went to two different record shops couple bookstores there's like three or four antique shops we just spent the whole day like walking around the town
2: that's rad that, that it was is...
3: sick yeah i picked up some weird shit
2: i think the smallest we played is we played laramie wyoming have you ever played there
3: no dude that was my first time playing wyoming so no
2: i would say because you know teenage bottle rocket from warp tour and that's where they're from yeah, yeah yeah and uh that place is a trip too
3: man yeah, no, it was good. We even, we played, like, in Nebraska, played Birmingham, Tulsa. Birmingham is weird.
1: What's up?
2: Uh, we played Birmingham, and there was a guy talking to our drummer, and he was setting up his drum set, and he had, like, a mohawk and, like, a crass patch on. I remember he looked at our drummer and goes, what's up, man, my name's Spider. <laughs> Spider,
3: fuck <laughs> So sick. Yeah, right. Exactly. Dude, what
2: a name. Right. And we're just like how do you,
3: how do you get that name? I literally yeah, wanted I so want great. I literally
2: wanted to turn around and be like, your name's not fucking Spider. Yeah, yeah, you're what's not a, Yeah, you're not one of the generic You're, right. you're not one of the right. generic people right. that you beat up in uh, final fight, like on <laughs> 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 You're not Mike Hagar fighting Spider <laughs> in Streets of Rage three on Genesis. This is my friend Nuke. <laughs> <laughs> But, no, Birmingham is a, is a twist, man. It's a weird place. That was the only town we ever played there. And that was the same night a guy went up to Mora and our band and, like, tried to put his arm around her and was, like, saying they should go back to his place or something. I mm. mean, me and our drummer had to literally step in and, like, tell the guy, like, dude, you need to get the fuck away, like, right now. Yeah.
3: Damn. That's fucked. where did you guys play, Zydeco?
2: No, it was a house show. Oh, sick. this was the early days of mixtapes. Yeah, this yeah. was a long time ago—four or five years uh, ago. We,
3: we found a uh, like a weird, like magic and sword store, like down the street from the venue. <laughs> so <laughs> a couple of people bought some swords. I like so we have it. swords on the floor now.
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> Such a waste of money, but it was so funny that they got them.
1: <laughs>
2: Where are you at right now?
3: Um, I'm in the dressing room at the at the ready room
2: is a uh, in, it, uh, in
3: it, downtown st louis
2: is anybody from the wonder years or a modern baseball around
3: uh looks like i got jjr jjr i, Moose. I think of years is sound checking right now
2: can you can you put jj yeah. can you put jjr on for a second
3: uh he's on the phone give me 5 seconds
2: <laughs> tell him to get off the fucking phone tell
3: him Why we got a podcast get off to do the fucking phone. <laughs> he's he's working.
2: He's not working. That motherfucker he's, wears Hawaiian shirts, gets tattoos of McDonald's he's, characters, he's shit. and torments his bands. I don't
3: know. John wants to know if you're bailing on the show. What? He wants to know if you're bailing on the show or
2: not. I don't know yet. When I leave here, I'm gonna he figure know out. Yet
3: we're on a podcast right now, and this is getting <laughs> not That this personal chest. <laughs> <laughs>
2: J.J.R. is famous uh, from Fuse because he was on the uh, Warped Tour backstage groupies because he wrestled on it, and he won the match.
3: Oh, did he win? I oh, th- yeah.
2: I think he won. Yeah, I th- I'm pretty sure. Oh, of
3: course he won. You what? John did not, John did not lose.
2: And John has also an alternative press and many other things because he manages, tour manages uh, the Wonder Years and Four Years Strong which basically means he tells them when to wake up and when to go to stage. Yeah. <laughs> AK he's a piece of shit. <laughs> easy, easy living, easy living. Right, exactly. So his job could be done by a smartphone? Right. Yeah. Actually, well, one thing uh let's get into for real. Just cuz I think it's inter- it's interesting and I thought it was cool is at the Montreal Warp Tour, you guys had the incident which is all over the internet and went everywhere.
3: Yeah, yeah.
2: Um you guys definitely did the right thing, but coming from someone who was actually there, who in the video throws your guitar off and jumps down to get into the middle of the scuffle, what exactly happened? Because I think it'd be interesting to hear from somebody who actually watched it transpire instead of YouTube and absolute absolute punk comments.
3: Um, I don't even remember. I guess some kid was crowd surfing. Oh, no, all right, all right, all right. He was... Just- they were doing, like, the launch thing, you know what I mean? Like, a kid gets launched and then, like, gets on top of the crowd to start crowd surfing towards the barricade. Right. The kid, like, launched over the crowd and over the barricade from the pack of, like, the pit, I guess. Right. And I guess just some, some security guy picked him up, kind of threw him down again, and then picked him up again, I guess, threw him down once more. So,
2: so the security guard picked him up and threw him down two times?
3: I think so. Honestly, like, I'm, I kind of remember... That happening and then I blacked out from like adrenaline. I was so mad. I like remember I, I remember I talking exulted. to you.
2: The, I remember talking to you the next day on Warped tour and you were like, "Man, it fucked me up." Because the next song I had to play a bunch of leads and my hands were shaking and I was pissed off.
3: Yeah, I couldn't. I could like hardly play. I was so pissed. And like Gary R, stage manager and Junior, they're like. Yeah, I just gotta keep playing. Like after the incident, just keep playing. Like you guys still gotta go. And I'm just like, uh... well, the security guard basically tackled to kill this guy.
2: The security guard yeah. tackled a kid twice, right?
3: So he, yeah, he knocked the kid twice, and then Parker. It looks like Parker, Allen, and Jordan Buckley were like all down there within like two seconds. And the second Parker grabbed the guy. Basically, he grabbed the guy to say, "You can't, you can't do that, dude. Like you need to like not do that." Right. Uh, the guy turned around and hit him. And as he hits Parker, the rest of the security has taken that security guy down. So everyone knew what was what was up. Like, I think the guy left. I don't remember. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Valuable source here.
2: Well, I just remember in the video, you throw down your guitar and you jump down like you were ready to fight.
3: Well, I'm just got to protect, you know, protect my boys. Absolutely. So and knocked like... I don't even remember really what happened with the kid and I just saw Parker getting down and then he got fucking socked in the face, so...
2: Fuck yeah, man. I don't blame you at all. Yeah, I,
3: get, I gotta go fucking hit someone that hit in.
2: <laughs> yeah, I don't blame you. That's commendable. I like that.
3: Yeah. So, uh, but, uh... Yeah, that was, that was like, more annoying than, like... Like, than anything. Just because, like, waking up the next day and, like, walking around, like, to go, like, find our stage and, like, unload the truck in the morning. There's yeah. just, like all the the dudes who don't play in bands and like setting up their sponsor tenants. So like, yeah, I saw you on YouTube. And he's like, yeah, I was, I was there. <laughs> I saw it too. I remember Kev, Kev, like, Kevin, it's w- crazy. And I'm just like, no, it's actually not <laughs> fucking annoying. Shut the fuck up.
2: <laughs> I remember Kevin Lyman tweeting about it in your guys defense, just saying, you know, like story so far, didn't do anything wrong. Security. Yeah.
3: The people were like, did you good and trouble? We're like, huh? Like, Trouble for get get what? Because some really. asshole
2: body slammed a kid for twice? For what? Like, how?
3: Yeah. <laughs> so if you didn't get called in, you're not going to keep talking. Like, we did absolutely nothing wrong. So, like, none of us thought we were even going to get in trouble because we literally were like, uh, <laughs> the little kid basically got beat up. So,
2: well, it's funny because we were playing with Bayside and Four Year Strong at the uh, Best Buy Theater in Times Square. Yeah. And during the last song, it's a song called Mount Hope, we have. There's a guest vocal part by the uh, rock star that you're on tour with right now that's the lead singer of the headlining band. Don't want to say his name or anything
3: or give him an email. To Mike Dan? What? To Mike Dan?
2: Yes. Dan, (laughs) Soupy, whatever. And a kid (laughs) that we know that weighs about 120 pounds was crowd surfing to come and sing this guest part. And this huge security guard picks him by the neck and smashes him head first into the ground. So our drummer came out to do something and I swung my guitar at the guy's head. Thank God I missed, because had I have hit, who knows what problems I would be in right now. Because yeah. it was yeah, my guitar. Uh... But I missed. Yeah. And I reacted, and it's a union type thing. So of course they're all like, You're in New York now, motherfucker. You don't you don't even know what's gonna happen. We're gonna fuck you up and fuck up all your shit and blah blah blah. And, I mean, none of that happened, obviously, and it was funny because uh, I was like, um, Sean, who is Bayside store manager, came up to me after the show and goes, hey, did you break a mic stand? And I was like, no, what are you talking about? Because sometimes I lift up the mic stand, like, over my head and try to hang it from the ceiling. Yeah. And, like, he, uh... but what's cool about that venue is the guy obviously just needed to get something back at us. So he said I broke the mic stand. So we watched the video in the room, and it showed I didn't do anything. And it's funny because even then the guy still was like, luckily for you I get my uh, mic stands free from my friend at Guitar Center so you don't have to pay for it today. And we were just like, fuck the fuck off, man. <laughs> like, you can yeah, fuck yourself, man. I'm not paying you for that. And then,
3: Yeah, pe- people rip on parachutes at some places.
2: And they told us we weren't allowed to unload our own equipment into our van because it's union, but we just loaded it anyways so and we got the fuck out of there. But it was complete. Yeah. It was completely insanely ridiculous.
3: Yeah, that's a, that shit's fucked. <laughs> Some people just shouldn't work there, and like they just have 10 person. yeah, that happens. It comes with the territory. That they just, sometimes they don't expect it and they don't know how to handle it. They don't understand why kids are going crazy. It's you know just like, I mean? if you're the type
2: of dude that weighs over 200 pounds and when a kid crosses a barricade, you want to body slam him, you shouldn't be a security guard.
1: No.
3: Yeah.
2: <laughs> like, that. that's that.
3: Yeah. Um, Door guy, yes. Bouncer dude working the barricade, no. All
2: right, I got two questions for you. Mm-hmm. What's the worst song you've heard this year?
3: The worst song I've heard? <laughs> yeah. Oh, fuck. Um. Like, released this year, or just like that I've listened to?
2: Like, that came out this year.
3: Oh, uh, fuck.
1: Or I just. Don't know. Or I do n- Or narrow I it haven't down. Really,
3: I haven't really listened to, like, current, like, new releases, I guess. I'm just trying and to be able to, to, to talk shit, to shit, shit about shit something
2: I know he's not going to talk shit about.
3: Uh. Dude, this is hard, because there's so much shit out there. So much bad shit. What
2: are you trying to get him to say? I'm trying to get him to talk shit about something I know he's not going to talk shit about.
3: What? what? You know. You know, Will. There's so many many things that could be said. Go ahead, say it. No, you
2: know, Will, because I texted you the other day.
3: Oh, now I know. (laughs) <laughs> oh fuck. Didn't even think about that. Yeah, that song sucks. Uh, <laughs> we we
2: won't say it on the air because there's a few certain reasons we shouldn't say it on the air, but Damn. You, you know that yeah. it's the worst song yeah. you've heard
3: all year. Yeah. Well actually I mean but 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 even at that it's so catchy as hell. Like it's still in my head, so I would I couldn't technically say it a bad song, you know what I mean?
2: Okay, fair enough.
3: You know, like like on on all of, realness gotta give him that gotta give him the fact that it's stuck in my head all the time any of those songs they're catchy
2: but is it not the most embarrassing thing you've ever heard it's shot
3: (laughs) (laughs) just leave it at that we won't say the name
2: only because i would like to protect your brand and your future plans for this year
3: yeah i like i like life life is cool
2: right Exactly. So, what is your favorite, um, do you have any new bands you want to plug? We always do that with guests. Do you have any bands that people might not have heard of, or songs, or bands, or albums, or anything?
3: Mmm. Um. Dude, I'm bad, man. I'll see Uh, this band, this band Prawn. I just got into
2: them. Who?
3: Prawn. Prawn. They have a record called Kingfisher. Yeah, like, like oh, yeah. shrimp. P r a w n. Like shrimp. Uh, yeah. yeah prawn. Who? Who was just laughing? Uh, ghosts. <laughs>
2: I actually like prawn a lot too. I do. Prawn yeah. is very good, man. That's a good choice.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. Cool. All right. I'm not sweating anymore.
2: <laughs> is there anything else you'd like to add?
3: Uh Chris Reagan's hot,
2: Chris Reagan is hot. No one knows who that is besides you and me, but he's a hot guy. <laughs> All right, well, thank you um for being on big snackers.
3: dude, thanks for letting me snack with you guys. We'd like I'm, to have you I'm back sometime. now we'd <laughs> like to have
2: we'd like to have you back sometime. Let's do it
3: I might let's be see, let's see, let's I might be friend. seeing
2: you in a few hours, so I will give you a call as soon I'd, as we're done.
3: I'd love to see that that. Uh, all right. In okay, you, your face.
2: You have a good day. We'll talk to you soon.
3: Hey, you guys too. Thanks. All right. See you, buddy. Later. Bye.
2: So that that was Will. That was Will from the story so far, who is uh, one, of, one of my favorite people. Yeah. Yeah, he's really cool. That's a tour. It's only got a week left, but if you can see it, one to your story so far, Modern Baseball and Our Wolves, you have a tour full of good bands and a tour full of cool people. Yeah. I mean, one good band. Yeah. A lot of cool people. <laughs> so, I'll do that. So, um, let's talk about but, this... Well, uh, you're going on tour. What? Well, you're going on your guys' last tour. I, I am. It's our last tour. Um, tomorrow starts in Cincinnati. Let me tell you. Is uh, Yesterday, was it last night? Two nights ago. Yeah. I was with my friend Carissa, and then my friend Josh and Chris were in the back seat, and I'm driving, and... I had gotten a ticket like two months ago because I had expired tags on our van that we tore in. Yeah. And Josh and I were literally driving to get the tags renewed. Yeah. Cop pulls us over and says, you know, this is expired. And we're like, yeah, we're on our way right now. He goes, I don't believe you. I hear that all the time. And we're like, okay, but we're actually really just going to get them renewed right now. Right. Gives me a ticket. I forget about it, which, sure, that's my fault. They don't send me a letter or anything, though. So I get pulled over two nights ago on the way to go to get some groceries to make dinner for everybody. Cop walks up to my window and goes, are you Ryan Rockwell? And I was like, yeah. He's like, I have a warrant for your arrest. And I was like, well, what are you talking about? All right. He's like, your expired tags." And I literally, like, almost in a sarcastic tone, said you have a warrant for my arrest because of expired tags? And he goes, yeah. And I went, well, I don't really want to get arrested. Is there uh, any way we can work this out? Do anything? What can I do? And he says this sentence, yeah, but I'm going to have to write you a handful of tickets. A handful of tickets. that's ridiculous. So he goes back and sits in his car for 30 to 40 minutes while all four of us sit there. I watched him make two separate cell phone conversations, which I'm sure had nothing to do with the case. He comes back and gives me $600 in tickets, two court dates, one in Harrison, where I live, and one in downtown Cincinnati. And they coincide in the fact that when we leave for our tour, I pretty much have to drive my car by myself now. Because the day after we play Fest in Gainesville, I have to drive home so I can make court. That's unbelievable. So that cop can fuck himself. Yeah. <laughs> okay, first of all. Like, I know a lot of people get mad when we talk about cops, but no. Fuck that guy. Yeah, that's just ridiculous. Like, who And this will... is my thing I was telling Justin about. I don't care if you agree or disagree. That's fine. The worst thing a cop can do is when they pull you over and say, I'm going to give you a break or do you a favor. Yeah. Because they say stuff like, we're supposed to be a $300 ticket. I'm going to go ahead and give you a break. Uh, do you a favor. Make it 150 and knock it down. You know what a favor would be? It's not. You saying yeah. sorry and pulling the fuck away from my car. Yeah. And not making me pay you any money. Yeah. Because I drove six miles out of the speed limit or had, you know, anything. Like, a favor... It's not right. me paying $160. Yeah. That's not a favor. Well, people always, I mean,
1: <laughs> <laughs> people
2: always do that. Like, they like to act like they're giving you something when they're right. not doing anything. Like, um, that was like earlier, I was looking around online. Like, my friend had posted these like pictures of, like, he has a kid and it was like his kid's first experience riding a horse or whatever. Well, like, of course, the people who own the horse farm want you to keep coming back for these classes or whatever. So, of course, they're, like, telling you, like, oh, your kid's a born natural at this. Right. He's fucking not. No one's yeah. born natural at riding a fucking horse. <laughs> riding a horse. Like, yeah. you know, that's like people who say, like, oh, he's a born natural, like, uh, baseball player or something like that. No. To be good at anything, you have to keep doing it over and over and over again. Right. Like, either that or follow instructions very closely as to how to do it. You're not a born natural. Like, I, I, don't, I don't believe that kind of thing. And I think it's really stupid when people say well, that, just to get you to be like, "Oh wow, really, my kid's special." Like, well, like, I also oh. don't think a favor is me paying six hundred dollars. No, going to court two days in a row and missing the rest of fest minus us playing. Yeah, you know what the bigger favor would have been? Yeah, if he just put me in jail for the night. Right. Yeah, that would have been fine. I would have preferred that. <laughs> All right. Like that. That would have been fine. Well, it's I'll like... spend the night in your fucking <laughs> stupid jail cell. <laughs> you dumb motherfucker. It's like, uh, I don't know. It... That kind of thing happens all the time, like with like when you go to like car lots and stuff, and they're like, "Tell you what, I'm gonna do you a favor. I'm gonna yeah. knock off a hundred dollars off a twenty five thousand dollar car." Yeah, like, it's like you're not doing me you're a doing fucking anything. favor, yeah. you're man. Kind of fucking dickhead. So, like, do me a favor, be give me the car for free. That's why I posted on Facebook, which is why you asked. Is I said I have to drive to Fest and tour yeah. the week down there by myself in my car. Which, granted, we're on tour with Direct Hit, Nelway, and Lipstick Homicide. I'm sure I can find people to ride with me, and I'll hang out with people every day. But I was just like, I have to take my car, spend my own gas money. Because the day after We Play Fest, which there's two more days of bands I would love to see. Right. I have to drive back to fucking court. And I'm not... I'm so mad about it. It's insane. I don't even want to talk about it. But it's like, it's completely ridiculous. Let's talk about Yiling Chan, though. Okay. (laughs) Um... Yiling Chan is a girl that went to my high school. That Justin and I know that we used to hang out with. Yeah, and one day we stopped by her house, and her little brother was there. Yeah, <laughs> completely shifting gears here. Yeah, and her parents owned an Asian restaurant. It was it was called Walk and Roll. Walk and Roll, which you I'm sure there's 600 yeah. of them across the country. Yeah, and so we said, you know, is Yiling here? He says, no, they. Uh, she's at my parents' restaurant, and we're like. Oh, where's that at? We've never actually been there. He said, "Go to Forest Park, you'll find it." <laughs> no, no, go to Forest Park, you'll see it. You'll see it now, For- as though it's like Forest Park, Forest is, Park a- is like a huge, like you know, subdivision full of like subways and grocery stores and uh, yeah. uh, subdivisions and McDonald's and, and Mexican and restaurants. Keep in mind that this walk and roll was in a strip mall with like forty other things. Right. So he said, "Go to Forest Park, you'll, you'll see it. it," and we were like. What the weird part is, is he was not wrong? Like, <laughs> right. we did drive, we drove up the road, we were like, Well, I guess we'll just go into Forest Park. We drove up into Forest Park, and sure enough, it was there right and, where and we found it. Yeah. We found Yiling, we did see it. And I would like to note that back in the days of Ailance and Messenger, yeah, I made an Ailance and name name of Yiling Shan, and he used to message Yuling Chan from it. That's <laughs> what her name was in high school. And kept on telling her that I was her. Yeah. And she hated it and didn't know who it was for at least a year or right. two. Which prompted me to actually make other AIM names of people in my school's real names. Yeah. And then I would message them online. The worst... Uh, what? I can't... I mean, I don't want to say Brad's full name just because. Yeah. you did... All <laughs> oh, but but then but Ryan did make a name that was our friend Brad's name and then would message him all the time like <laughs> like just you know just talking to him like acting like him the problem is is like Brad's one of those people who like he doesn't get mad about a lot of stuff no. for some reason this made him furious it did he got so mad he got so mad that he made his own screen name in response to it which was Clubber six four four. It started messaging because he found out it was Ryan, and he started messaging Ryan on Ryan's actual aim name, like trying to threaten, trying to threaten him, saying like, "I'm I'm gonna club you." I'm you know all this stuff because I guess Clubber meant he was gonna like hit him or something. <laughs> and and it didn't make any sense. And the whole time I was just like, "Who the fuck are yeah. you?" And it's this? Brad. So it's like. The most non-threatening thing in the world Because Brad doesn't even know how to be tough If he wanted to No. So like him like messaging people Saying like that kind of thing I'm like, gonna oh, beat you up I'm Clubber Like it's like oh, you're so lame Ugh Clubber 644
1: four. Old Brad
2: Add that on AIM And add a uh, RatFink 35 Well no one has AIM anymore So don't do that cause No it's... no Me and Greg Our friend uh, downloaded AIM Onto our smartphones the other day We <laughs> aimed each other Ugh. 'cause I remember my password for my aim name Moff get the Doff, yeah, yeah, and you had undead Dave Thomas, yeah, I did, <laughs> and I would message people and talk to them about Wendy's, <laughs> <laughs> literally wouldn't message people and like say anything weird I was just I just would message people and talk about items on Wendy's menu, <laughs> like people I knew but didn't know who the fuck I was who I was or what I was doing. <laughs> And I'd be like, did you know that our nuggets are 99 cents for five right now? <laughs> as part of a new 99-cent menu. I cannot. I can't. I can't. Speaking um, of food. Yes. Uh, recently, uh, a friend of the show lost a lot of weight um, after a public health scare, you may have heard of, uh, when Rick Ross had a stroke or whatever it was. Uh, yeah, Rick Ross lost scary. 100 pounds. Yeah. He uh, apparently Rick Ross has been on here before because we've been lucky to get blessed with a lot of talented people, right? But Rick Ross apparently went on a diet and well, he just eats pears. Yeah, and you and can uh, find a Vine video. Literally, yeah, we'll of, actually play it for let's, you. Let's play it because I need to go to the bathroom. So I'm just gonna play this and I'm gonna go. You can you can talk about it if you want to. Let's see if this will. Load real quick. Oh no, what's going on? It's not playing the sound. Uh, Why? We got out of the sound.
0: out to all the pear. <laughs> I eat go. pears now and shit like that. Shout out to all the pear. I eat pears now and shit like that. Shout out to all the pear.
2: Shout out to all the pear. That's what Rick Ross is eating nowadays. When you go to the bathroom, I'm going to talk about Rick Ross. Okay. Rick Ross has been on the show before. He's a big guy. Um, He's gotten a lot of scrutiny because he used to be a correctional officer. It doesn't really matter. He's a gangster rapper now. And Rick Ross, he's, he's a delightful person to talk to. He doesn't always make sense. Um, And I feel very, you know, small compared to him, obviously. Like, we've had Lil Wayne on here and Rick Ross, but... Oh. But, oh, oh. There you are. Shout out to all my pair. <laughs> hey, Rick Ross. Hey. So, hey. you lost a uh, 100- hundred... Yeah, Yeah, hey. hey. Okay, hey. I'm hanging out with DJ Mustard. What? I'm hanging out with DJ Mustard. DJ Mustard. Hey. He only makes one beat. Hey. Yeah. Hey. You rap over it? Yeah. Like how? Like how I always do. Rosé. Shout out to all my pear. Triple C? I love pear. No, I don't want triple C. Just pear now. Okay, so. I love um, fruits. I got my Ross Fit. That's my exercise. Rick Ross, you lost 100 pounds. Yeah, 100 pounds. Eating pears. Yup. So you're into fruits now? Love fruit. Shout out to all my pear. No fruit Love fruit Just pears Love pear So do you like any other fruits? Yeah uh, What's another one you like? You tell me <laughs> I want a quiz show I like quiz show Oh you like quiz shows Yeah Okay Would you rather sewer. eat uh, I'll uh, hang out in the sewer Watch a quiz show <laughs> Would you rather eat Ben Margera show <laughs> Or cross you like Ben Margera show yeah, He got the new uh, That new game show TBS it got canceled already. No one watches that shit. I know it got canceled already by album dvr VR. Okay. Would you rather eat he do whatever fuck you want? I like that.
1: <laughs> okay, you that's do what rather... I do. Yes, that's what you Cause do. Because I shout out to Pear.
2: <laughs> okay, pear. Yes, pears. Uh, would you rather eat uh, a kiwi, a strawberry, well, or an, an apple? What's that? The fruits you what's just told me many... what's any of them You just told me to quiz you. Yeah, but you gotta tell me real fruit. Banana, what's that? It's it's the yellow thing that you're peeling. Hanana, what? hanana, a banana. Hanana, yeah, a hanana. Hanana, yeah. I love the hanana. Why do you pronounce these things wrong? I know you saying weird shit over there. <laughs> okay, Rick Ross. Um, Shout out my hanana. <laughs> Strawberries. What's I don't know what that fuck. <laughs> um, what fuck are you talking about? Kiwi. What's that? Apple. What is it? <laughs> it's an apple. They come in yellow, green, and red. They're like the shape right ornaments here. Ornaments on a tree. What? Ornaments on or Christmas tree. Sure? No, that was you talking about? Yeah, Say orange. Red. No, no, yellow. not ornaments on a Christmas tree, not Christmas lights. Green. Okay, what about an Luster. orange? It's an orange. Oh, no. It's a circle uh. that is orange. Uh. You cut it open and you eat the pieces uh. of the orange. Mange. Yes. Mange. No. Orange. Mange. No, not mor... Uh. Orange. Yeah, I love orange. You know, in morning. Do you eat orange? Orange. But you love... If we pe- talk about the same thing, dude, yeah. But you like pears. Yeah, shout out to all my pears. You know, <laughs> you saw my vine, son. Okay. <laughs> Oh, what the fuck you talking about, fuck boy? Hey. <laughs> hey. So. Hey. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. Hey. DJ Mustard, shout out to all my pears. Hey, Why DJ, DJ mustard. mustard? Why is DJ Mustard part of this? I just like that dude. Okay. Do you eat oranges? Yeah, more. Yeah. orange. Yeah. You like oranges? Yep. Okay. You like oranges, hananas, and pears? Hanana. Hanana. What about vegetables? Huh. Green beans. Like Veggie Tail? No, no I seen that movie. Veggie Tales? Seen that movie. The Christian uh movie yeah, where yeah. vegetables become alive. Uh huh. They all brave too. If you like to talk to tomatoes. Yeah, they brave. They Them are brave. Tomatoes is funny, dude. Bob the tomato. Yeah. You like Bob the Tomato? Yeah, he's cool, man. <laughs> what about uh the He pi- helped me get thin. What about the pirates be playing in the bathtub? What about the pirates that don't do anything? Why wouldn't they do nothing? That's what they do. Man, you ain't getting money, you ain't doing nothing. <laughs> Are you getting but money? But they be getting money, right? Because they ate a veggie tail. Are you getting money? Yeah, get money. From pears? No, I use the money to get pear. What about green beans? The fuck? Green beans. the fuck is that? <laughs> it's a I vegetable. Need you need to explain what it is. Okay, what about corn? What? The corn band? No, not the band. I like that shit. You like Korn, the band Yeah What's your favorite corn song? I don't know I don't really Like they ain't one of those bands That I listen to a bunch So I do know names of the songs I just think they tight though Do you like the song where the uh In the video the bullet goes through everything? No, I like that song where they crashed the Ferrari off the cliff Cause that mean they was getting money That's got the life I believe Money over everything
1: Shout out to all my
2: pair. M.O.E. Shout out to all my pair. M-O-B? What's that? Money over bitches. I wouldn't put no money on bitches. Yeah, money over bitches, as in you care about getting why money. Why would I hold a bunch of money over a bitch? No, 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 no. no. Bitch going to be reaching for her. She could probably fall <laughs> over her shit. No, no. You get the Bitches the, love money. The money you take no. over the bitch. Why would I take it over to her? I don't like this bitch. No, not over That's to her. That's my money. No, not no. no. Why you fuck with my money, though? Rick, 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 Rick. Huh. It's money over the bitches, as huh. in you take the money instead of the getting the bitch. Yeah, I mean, I will take the money from a bitch if she wants me to take it. M.O.B. If she has money, I will take it from her. What about M.O.P.? Money over pears. Oh, no, you can't. <laughs> pears and money on the same level for Rick Ross. <laughs> so you lost and 100 pounds by only eating pears. And hananas. What? Henanas. What? Henana. Not hanana. And Mars. It's called A Banana. No. Hanar. Okay, so you lost a hundred pounds mm-hmm. by only eating hananas yeah. and pears. Yeah. Shout out to all your pears. Going to Wing Street. Your new album comes out next month.
1: Yeah.
2: Uh can you give us any guests on it? Any details? Yeah. There's a pear. A pear. Yeah. What does it what does it do? It rap, man spit. A pear doesn't rap. Yeah. No, Rick. A pear doesn't wrap. It can't. It's my friend. I I get that it's your friend. It floated down into the maybe, sewer. Maybe maybe you drew a smiley face out with a sharpie. But somebody it, flo- somebody flushed it down into a sewer where I live at. You remember that? It's been well established. I live in a sewer, and I come up through the toilet to talk to you. I I know, Rick. Yeah. No. And the pear floated down there. And now we friends. Okay, what other what other guests are on your new album? Hanana, Future, Hanana, Hanana. Yeah, what does Hanana do? Well, he does a hook on two songs. Okay, okay, and then I mean that's pretty much it. But he got 150k for each one. That's three hundred thousand so dollars. Yeah, he be getting money at Hanana. You be getting money. I do be my you be eating pears with it. Shout out okay. to all my pear. Okay, you know what? I'm gonna be done with this interview. Look, I gotta go hang out with my pear. Okay, Rick Ross, thank you for stopping by. Uh-huh. Look for his new album, Pears Over Everything. Comes out in November. It's called Poe. Last album was called God Forgives I Don't. It was a good record. Oh, it's called Poe, though. No, it's not called that's not the name I of your new... You changed the name, you didn't change the name I of your did, record. did changed it. Oh, okay. Pears all everything. Okay, POE. We'll talk to you later, Rick. Shout out to my pears. <laughs> oh, my God. Rick what R- happened? Rick Ross might be the most infuriating person I've ever met. I don't know what happened. What do you mean? What did he do? He came in here again? Yeah, he came in again. To- how did he end up at this house? I moved. You know what? I don't know what Rick Ross does. I don't know how. I know what it was. What? I flushed a pear down the toilet like five months ago. Well he's on pears now. That's his new drug of choice. Yeah, I know. He has that entire uh video of him talking about pears. What is it with him in pears? I have no idea. So, anyway. Um, anyways. What are you what are you doing? <laughs> What? What are you doing? What am I not doing, Justin? Uh, not talking into the microphone. So, um, we talked about The Evil Within last week, the video game. Mm-hmm. Damn that game, man. I beat it. Yeah. Uh, my roommate Josh and I did. And I immediately started it again. Is it, It's that good? It is, man. Like It's one of those games where the replay value isn't so much that the second time is going to be different. Yeah. It's that I beat it and the second time I was like, Man, I can do this better. You know, the first time you're using all your ammo, you're using all your med kits. Yeah. And not doing the stealth kills right. And you realize all the traps and things you can set. And uh I'm already halfway through again, like the evil within, if anybody doesn't have it, get the evil within. You don't play yet, have you? Mm-mm. You should get it on Steam. I might. I don't know. Dude, it is it is. I'm just gonna wait until it's like cheap, you know. It's so good. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's what you said, but I don't know. I'm just like not that. But then there's about so it. many games coming out, and that's the problem. Is like I said, GTA <laughs> five on New Newgen, and Far Cry 4 come out on the same day. And Dragon Age inquisition. Dragon Age the same day. The next week is the Crew, which I played the beta, and the Crew is cool. Is that that driving game? Yeah. It's cool. I just don't. I mean, unless it's Burnout, I don't really give a shit. It's better than Burnout. It's like if you took Burnout and gave you a full U.S. city. No, that's kind of cool. I mean, a full not not a full U.S. city, a full United States. Oh. Like, you can drive from Miami to Los Angeles. Yeah. And the scenery and the weather and the location changes. Like, yeah. you can be in Ohio, and you'll see things from Ohio. You can be in L.A., you'll see things from L.A. Yeah, but I've played Cruising USA already. <laughs> that doesn't quite count. Okay, is it more like cruising world then? No, it's not like cruising the world. Neither quite count. Why? I mean, I don't understand. If I've already played that game, and you're just describing cruising USA, well, it's, it's a little different. <laughs> don't fucking get smug with me. <laughs> don't fucking do.
1: <laughs> it's a little different.
2: Do you remember when cruising USA came out though, and we thought it was the coolest shit? Oh in my the world? god, I love that game. Like, like I would you know. go to the hard levels and be like, I'm gonna fucking, I'm gonna rock this canyon. Yeah. Yeah, I used to play that in that VW Beetle Racing. Yeah, and in Cruising USA, there was always the fucking girl with the bikini at the end. Yeah. With the finish line, or maybe two of them. What are you about to talk about? <laughs> what <laughs> do you mean? Because it's you, and I feel like this is going to get really creepy. No! There's a girl with the you bikini. You didn't have to, like, I mean... <laughs> there's a girl with a bikini, maybe okay. two bikinis. Uh-huh. She wasn't wearing two bikinis. It's two different girls. Yeah. Yes. Two different girls with two different bikinis. Yeah. Okay. And they presented you with the finish line <laughs> oh, my thing. God what where is this gonna go nowhere what do you mean that's it that's a, there's the two girls with, bikinis with the bikinis this is the thing on. is that that detail is so superfluous to the game it has nothing to do with it so the fact that you brought it up you're clearly thinking of something that you no, did no, in no, reference to this game no what it is is that i remember that because it's sexist that's not what you were going to say. It's a wrong thing. You were 13. There should not have been girls at the end of the track in bikinis. There should have been normal girls or guys with a finish sign. No bikinis <laughs> necessary. We don't need to see some titties or some ass. So, you're, what you're saying is you didn't pause the game when it got close to there and just jack off to it? Because I know when, that's where you were when, going. When? When? When you were coming near the finish line. Like, what age? I imagine it was like 13 when it came out. You were 13 when. Oh it came yeah, out. maybe then I might have jacked off. Why did you ask what age? <laughs> I'm a lot older now and now I can see I didn't say, I didn't say, "Hey Ryan, did you play this game <laughs> last <laughs> week when you were 31 and <laughs> jack <laughs> off to it?" Now I can tell that it's sexist and I know that it's wrong. Cuz you can say it was wrong. I Is mean, there's j- such a thing as Have you ever not jerked off to a Victoria's Secret catalog when you were 15? No, why would I have ever had one? Never? No, why would I have had one? You've never looked at a Victoria's Secret catalog and just jacked it. No, why would I have had one is why I'm asking Because your question. mom got sent one. No, my mom wouldn't have gotten sent that at all. She didn't. I jacked off to him.
1: Congratulations. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Let me go upstairs and grab the trophy real quick for you. Please do. <laughs> I think I deserve it. Would I jack because off- 15, 16 years ago, you jacked off to a Victoria's Secret catalog. Would I jack off to one now? No, of course not. I've lived life. Bullshit. No, I would not. You absolutely would. You'd if, probably jack off if, to that cruising USA
1: shit. No,
2: if I would like to find a girl to get naked now in front of me, I could in real life. I don't need a Victoria's Secret catalog. <laughs> what the fuck are you laughing at? <laughs> Exactly. What? Wait, she, what'd you say? I don't believe it. She doesn't believe Why it. Why don't you believe it? Because, do you not see a history of the fact that all my girlfriends have been like nines or tens and I'm a six? Don't doubt me. No, I'm not. No. Is that wrong? Is no, that no, no, wrong? No, no one's doubting you. Vanessa, is no, that wrong? It's not, it's not wrong? it's not wrong. No. My girlfriends have been very attractive, have they not? Ryan, that's not the that's not the point of it. We weren't saying that you couldn't get a girlfriend or find a girl that uh, would engage in sexual activities with you. I'm saying that you would still jack off to Victoria's Secret catalog. That's, that's where I was. Still... No, I would not check off to Victoria's <laughs> you Secret could, Catalog. No, because you could protest all you want, but I know for a fact you would. I would not mm-hmm. Yeah, you would. Is there such a thing as nostalgia jacking? <laughs> Because if there's not, I'm coining that shit right now. I almost just spit my drink out. No, there's not nostalgia jacking. Well, then I'm coining Well, no, it right there now. is nostalgia jacking because there are a lot of guys out there who've been dumped that can't get over their ex that think about their sexual adventures with their ex no, I and mean, jack off. Not that. Not that. That's not obvious. That. No, I'm not talking about that. Like, yeah, that's the thing. That's nature. Do you have an ex boyfriend? I've got an She's got a lot. <laughs> do you think any of them jack off thinking about the times they had sex with you? I hope so. You hope so. That's a su- you're a pervert. That's a surprisingly uh, strange answer for you because I feel like you would have said yes, definitely. <laughs> and you said, I hope so. As in, like, literally think about this thought. Yeah, I do hope that there's this guy out there that I used to date that jerks off thinking about me having sex with him. I hope every one of them hung up on me. Yeah, they're all, like, on your Facebook. You're, you have an ego right there, Vanessa. But they're all on your Facebook. Look at your pictures. But you're Asian. So all you do is make sushi. How does that have to do with anybody jacking off to her? I, mean, I was just being racist. Oh. Oh. We call everybody else racist, That's so I true. figure for once I should call myself racist. Fair enough. <laughs> call me a racist, Vanessa. You're Asian. So racist. Thank you. I've been racist ever since I've been. Appreciate that. Now listen. <laughs> no, what I was saying wasn't that. That's not not what I'm talking about. Nostalgia jacking would be like. Like how people get about like old video games and stuff, you know, they would like dig up the old Victoria's Secret catalog and. Oh, that would be weird, man. No, I would never do that. But that
1: you're right. Oh my
2: god! Yes, you would because your voice totally changed right there. So that tells me you've done it. <laughs> it's because I was reaching for the bottle no, opener. No, 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 no. Your voice. You went. Oh my god, man! That would be so <laughs> weird if they did that. That means that you have done it. I have. The only never, time you ever. say... I have them. never in my life reached for an old. Oh fuck my dick! <laughs> Can you get a yeah, Vanessa? You. Will you grab me a paper towel? It's getting on your jeans, but or your shorts? By the way, no, oh, it's like I piss myself. <laughs> oh my god! Uh, I think I'm about to piss myself. <sighs> okay. Anyway, uh, should, we should probably wrap it up now since we're like over two. No, hours. no, I had a few more things to say. But for real, do um, you got a minute? Yeah, I got him in it, but I mean... Okay, so... I want to talk about Pennsylvania. I don't want to get anything serious. No, it's not serious. I think it's funny. I'm not going to get into the politics of it. I'm going to get into the funniness of it. Thank you. Um, I don't know the guy's name. I'm not going to look it up. We're not going to get into the politics of it. But right. There's a guy in Pennsylvania who... I guess is an elite sniper... And about a month ago, he went and shot two cops and killed one of them. Right. That's all he's done. He hid in the woods for a month. They had pictures of him. They saw him, but they couldn't get to him, right? Yeah. Since then, he shot no one, just two cops. I'm not condoning that by any means. But it's funny because since then, that town has canceled Halloween, <laughs> right? whatever that means, and moved all of their uh, practices and field and school activities indoors and not let kids come to school. Which is unbelievable. It seems do. completely insane because obviously this dude just wants to kill cops. Yeah. I'm not condoning that. I'm not miscondoning that. It's whatever. Miscondoning? <laughs> what I'm saying, though... <laughs> Is that if this guy wanted if this guy wanted to kill high school students or trick or treaters, he's had a month to do yeah, so. Yeah, he would have done it already. He would have. It wouldn't have mattered. And I'm not saying that I'm condoning him, killing lives, killing lives, <laughs> shooting people. But the idea of shutting down your town for Halloween, yeah, and canceling all your football games and everything else because this guy's out there. Yeah. It's like the guy obviously is just killing some cops because he doesn't like cops. Here's the other thing, uh he's had thirty one days yeah. to kill thousands of innocent people with his sniper rifle in the woods. They found bags of food he had, bags of shit that he left. Yeah. He was hiding in the leaves yeah. to kill these cops. The dude wouldn't he's not you don't have to worry about him. If I lived there I would walk out on the street right now, and not worry about it. No, the dude wants to kill some cops. He's ex-military. Shutting down Halloween just seems so goofy to me. Like it sounds like a South Park episode, doesn't yeah. it? well, yeah, it's just people overreacting to something. Like, and I understand. Like they live, in, they're, they're like, they think they're living in fear of it, and it's like the dude's not gonna do anything. No, he he's doesn't not gonna kill any innocent people. I mean, and even if... That... If he does, I'll eat my words. Well, th- besides that, it's like, even if he that was his intention, was to kill innocent people, guess what? It's going to fucking happen whether you have a Halloween or not. Well, also, it's been a month. Yeah. He shot two cops. Right. That's it. I'm not saying that's okay, but what I'm saying is, <clears throat> is to live in fear and yeah. shut down for Halloween, shut down your high school football games, and shut down everything else. Well, that's the other thing, is like... The guy could have killed... 150 innocent people by right. now well that's that's the thing about it is like you're you're shutting down things that make like things normal for people you know what i mean right so you're calling more attention to that so you're making them more scared but even if you had those things he may not do anything but like in other towns and wherever else like anybody could walk in anywhere and start shooting people Like, you live with that every fucking day. So... I have an Uzi at my house. Yeah. I could walk to the grocery store down the street, and I could kill 25 people... Right. ...in 10 minutes. Yeah, and it's like... I don't do that because I'm not fucking crazy. Right. But the point is, is that I could. Yeah, and that's the thing, is like, you live with that every single day. That's the risk you take by walking out of your house, you know? Right. Is that there's gonna be a fucking guy, and he's gonna go nuts, and he's gonna shoot somebody. Or he's gonna have a legitimate vendetta, and he's gonna get out of control, and he's gonna go murder a bunch of people or whatever like that's just how it is like that's part and parcel with living in a society where you're allowed to have firearms and stuff so living in fear of that like the only people who should really be living in fear are the police who should have been searching harder for him which wouldn't have probably turned up anything because if he's a military trained sniper he's the police tried the police been trying to catch him for a month they can't and that's why the police shut down everything right is Which is like, but that's them. That's, they realize that they can't catch this guy. This guy's too smart for them. Right. That's them being scared, and that's them forcing other people to be scared. And that's stupid. and that's all it is. Yeah. This guy's not going to harm innocent people. Like I can't prove that, but I'll tell you right now that this guy just wants to kill cops. Yeah. He really should have just gone to court and protested those parking tickets. Yeah. Like I'm not. I'm not defending him, but I'm just saying like, the dude's not out there. You don't have to worry if you're an innocent person. Yeah, I mean, I agree. It's been one month. He's been in the hills and the woods, and he shot two cops. Well, that's that's what I was saying before. Is that if he's a trained sniper, if he wanted to kill innocent people, that was going to happen. Whether you have Halloween, he could have killed two hundred by now. Yeah, because they're they're still leaving their house. They're still at their like. You do like People do understand how a sniper rifle works, right? right. You, you can be far away and which, shoot somebody. I like my idea, which is that this guy is a mad genius. And what he did is he shut down Halloween. So the night of Halloween, he's going to come to every house and get all the candy. Oh, yeah. And he's going to get <laughs> frozen pizzas and candy and have a sniper rifle strapped to his back. Because people aren't going to be prepared for Halloween because they don't, they don't think it's going to happen. Oh. So they're going to feel bad when he has a bag like Trick or Treat. They're just going to give him whatever they have. And this guy's going to get all this free food for being the sniper. Then he's going to go back up in the woods and, and start shooting more cops. Right, exactly. It's genius. <laughs> this man is a genius. He's going out there. and he's I do gonna... think it's odd, though, that he would want frozen pizza because he's in the woods. He probably has a house somewhere or a cabin he can go to. I think they would have found it by now, <laughs> They don't go up there. Well, I guess I don't blame them. They really don't. That's yeah. what's funny. It's the police don't go to where he is. He has that sniper rifle, and he has such a vantage point that they know if they go up there, he's going to shoot them. By now, he's probably two oh, states away. Yeah, he's not anywhere near there. He's probably two states it's away. It's doubtful anyway. <laughs> like I said, I don't support the guy. I don't dissupport the guy. I don't care. Maybe he just really doesn't like high school football or Halloween. <laughs> Like he knew their, their he knew their high school football team was gonna be bad that year, so he's like, "I know what I'll do." I think he just want wanted free candy, man. Uh, I don't know. Uh, don't say just... candy man too many times. Candyman the movie. Yeah. Lawnmower man. What? Lawnmower man. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's a great one. Have you ever seen my lawnmower man? What? Are you Rick Ross now? <laughs> Can you speak? <laughs> Everyone go to YouTube and search Ryan Rockwell, a lawnmower man. What? Everyone, I beg of you, don't do that. Today. No, please do that. Uh, all right. Well. Uh, we, we will be back next Monday with Chris Connolly from Saves a Day. We talked about him today with Will. Yeah, so write in and ask him about being stoked. Yeah, Chris Connolly. Actually, ask him about Australia, baby. Australia, baby. It's chill. <laughs> And uh Chris Connolly from Saves the Day will be embarking on his full US tour with say anything and Reggie and the Full Effect playing Under the Tray, Through Being Cool, and Is a Real Boy. I will be going to that tour in Cleveland. So I hang still out. do not understand Reggie and the Full Effect's reasoning for playing that. I don't album. know why they're not playing furniture Copy. Yeah. Or or Greatest Hits, one right. or the two. Cuz Under the Tray was where every they lost all their fans. Right. So I mean, I guess they want to go on tour and lose their fans again. That's fine. But uh, Chris Connolly will be on next Monday. And this is Big Snackers. Please rate us on iTunes. Share us with all your friends. Thank you for being the best. We have the best fans ever. Can we get James Deweys on the show for like one second so I can tell him he's an idiot and then hang up on him? <laughs> because I really think that he made a big mistake when he left Get Up Kids. and like I could get James Deweys on the show. Should we do that? I just want him on here for one second so I can tell him he's a All right, we're going to get James DeWeese from uh, Get Up Kids, merging the full effect on the show for one second so Josh can tell me he's a fucking idiot. Yeah. And he made that album, Last Up Crappy Town, which is a piece of shit. Yeah, off of Kickstarter. Way to waste your money, America. Thanks. See, will you people start speaking your mind like Justin and I, and at least like Will and Nuno, stop trying to be nice just to further yourself. Stop being a piece of shit. Especially because the people who defended that album because they spent $10 to get it made. It's like, you know it's bad. Just admit it. Yeah. Me and Justin speak real shit. Don't be a piece of shit.
1: <laughs> say whatever you think.
2: Say whatever you want. And say whatever you feel. This is Big Snackers number 48. 49 will be next Monday. Thank you so much for listening. And the final song today is what's the first song off that Run the Jewels 2? Because that should be it. That song is a shit. Oh. uh, I can't remember what it's called. I don't know my phone. Run the Jewels 2 by LP and Killer Mike came out um, early because it was going to leak so they released it anyways. And it is the best album this year. If you like hip-hop or rap, or if you don't like hip-hop or rap, listen to Run the Jewels 2 because the importance of it, the message... Everything about it is so on point that it's completely insane. Yeah, we'll we'll talk about it next week for sure. We will talk about it next week. And we're going to get LP on here because him and I have done some songs together. And uh, Run the Jewels 2. It's out. You can download it for free. Yeah. Download Run the Jewels 2. Though I would recommend spending the $10 on it. Yeah, because, if you can, uh, if you can pay for it, please spend the money because they the, deserve it. Their wave files are like super... High quality. So it's worth getting. Uh, The song's called Jeopardy. Jeopardy. Killer Mike's verse on this song destroyed me in the best way possible. Yeah. It is the best. And LPs. So please run the jewels to LP, Killer Mike. Wake up to society. We're not a political podcast, but we're humans. And we know what's up. So listen to this. And uh, check it out. And please write us questions, and we'll see you next Monday with Chris Connolly from Saves the Day. Yep. Bye bye. I'm gonna
0: bang this bitch the fuck out. You better. You might want to record the other way. You finna look at history being made. This motherfucker put a mirror on the goddamn screen. Let's go, LP. Huh? Champ.
1: What we gonna do, Mick? 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 I'm
0: up at midnight, I'm dipping off in my knees, like am a gun on a metal pizza, I've been this, I've been to my wrist, I'm lurking, serving all pussies who lack a purpose. I got them filled up with frizz act like miss, I get you all inside. I'm looking, lurking on bitches, twerking for service. The bitches, baggins a burger, I'm yelling, screaming, and cursing. I'm putting pistols and faces at random places, like, bitch, give it up or stand adjacent to Satan. Huh. Batman chilling, the villains is here. No Jesus is here, I hear the demons in my ear. And I want it, I need to see it, I take it, never fake it. Wrap the motherfuckers up, leave you naked, the true runners. Top tag team for two summers. Living, let
1: Leah fuck you, cuz, cuz that's a fool runner. I'm walking and on two llamas.
0: You niggas ass and trash, and trash. Fuck it, I'm too honest. So Fuck boys forever, hope I said it politely. And that's about the psyche and Jamie and Mikey. Need another pair better, highly unlikely. And if I can't rap it, maggot, fucked and fight me. I'll be for the thrill of the kill. Yes, it excites me. You know your favorite rap ain't shit, And me, I might be The closest representation of God you might see. Pay honors like your mama, your son, or, and take a right. Need the passion of pop, the depth of Nar Circa 9. Mist the mind, the brand Jordan, and chuck D and find me. I speak with the diction of Malcolm I say a bun beat hell, so Satan be behind me i never been much of shit, but most measurements don't exist A radar, little clip, a little blip, in the shadow of mothership Smother and braced, i my hustlers a bold spin. The sign of my back is stabbing. My soul is your little bitch. Maybe you should be careful when flipping a stranger's switch. Like assuming a boy is wanting a symptom of arrogance. With nothing to lose, a step up, then everything's for the win. So we grin in the face of frauds until monsters suck our dick. I'd let it spit on your grave. My existence is to disgrace you. The kitten became a lion. And look at your face like great fools. Why we got the people behind us? All the rappers are vaginas for the fame. and true runners will always stay rude. Motherfuck your permission was never yours to begin with. And every bar of that bitch shit you spit is your fucking prison. I've been here making raw shit and never asked to be raunted. One of jewels is the answer. Your question is what?
1: pop, 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 pop.